In the White House, President Eisenhower signs the proclamation that makes Alaska's entry into the Union official, nearly 92 years after Lincoln's Secretary of State bought the territory from the Russian Tsar for $7 million. The Alaska Wild Project podcast is brought to you by the following sponsors. Barney Sports Chalet, supplying hunters with the best hand-selected gear since 1963. The exclusive home of Frontier Gear, built for the rugged Alaskan terrain. Your one-stop shop for all your outdoor needs. Visit Barney's today at 906 West Northern Lights. Big Rays, the Alaskan outfitter, committed to outfitting Alaskans across the state since 1947. Whether you're a recreator, parent, guide, or corporate buyer, Big Rays has the gear you need tailored for Alaska's harsh conditions. Check out their new exclusive line of Aurolic waders. Big Rays for all your outdoor gear and rugged work attire. BigRays.com. Tailored Restoration 24-Hour Emergency Home Services. Helping Alaskans restore their dreams since 1972. Services include fire, water, mold, post-emergency cleaning, repair, and remodeling. Give them a call in Anchorage, Eagle River, Matsu, or Fairbanks. Hit them up at tailoredrestorationalaska.com. Total Truck and Alaska Overlander, Alaska's premier supplier for custom automotive accessories and overlanding products, providing all-inclusive rental vehicles and trailers custom outfitted to explore the Alaskan backcountry with a unique and convenient traveling experience. TheTreehouseAK.com located at 341 Boniface Parkway, Alaska's own and grown cannabis and CBD store. Ask the bud tender what the strain of the day is to get your 10% off. The Treehouse, where the culture lives. AKO Farms, located in Sitka, Alaska, built from the ground up with concentrates as their single motivation, with exclusive products such as their sugar wax, full spectrum diamond sauce cards, and more. Ask your local bud tender about AKO. Marijuana has intoxicating effects and may be habit-forming and addictive. Marijuana impairs concentration, coordination, and judgment. Do not operate a vehicle or machinery under the influence. There are health risks associated with consumption of marijuana. For the use of only by adults 21 and older. Keep out of the reach of children and marijuana should not be used by women who are pregnant or breastfeeding. The Bait Shack. Located on Ship Creek upstream of the bridge. Can't miss the bright red shack. They are the go-to fishing gear rental and guide service on Ship Creek. Tight lines and fish on. Come hook into the action with them. Hit them up at thebaitshackak.com. Lawn Pro AK, Alaska's year-round professional property maintenance team. Services include weekly lawn care, custom landscaping, fertilizing, weed control, turf repair, and more. Schedule your free estimate at lawnproak.com. Alaska's OG Cider Company, Double Shovel, crafting gluten-free colonial-style ciders, founded as a healthier non-inflammatory brew option. Drop by their pop and tap room in Anchorage off of 58th and Arctic or visit the second location in Kodiak. Double Shovel, award-winning ciders. The Alaska chapter of Backcountry Hunters and Anglers. BHA is the voice of our Alaskan public lands, waters, and wildlife. Their goal is to uphold our hunting and fishing legacy while keeping our public lands wild. Stand up today and join BHA at backcountryhunters.org. Can visit there. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. So, like, it actually is a like open from eight to five type business. Yep. Yeah, totally. Damn, you guys didn't waste any time with that. Uh, you got to get that call in, dude. Mine's, it's Wednesday. Mine's already open. I just, it's the funny when call. I'm trying to no, call. No I'm trying calls. to call over it. <laughs> Talk over it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, welcome to Alaska Wild Project, episode one hundred and thirty.
eight. Um, we welcome Jen. I'm gonna let you say your last name. Loofborough. Loofborough oh, from okay. Alpine Fit. Thanks for coming in. You're, thank you for having me. Yeah, and thanks yeah. for the schedule, mishaps. As anyone that you know tries to use a calendar, yeah. there's always stuff mm -hmm. that you forget, especially when there's like four calendars: the phone calendar, the home calendar, the work. Work calendar, the and it's always good, like two, three months out. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, just put that sucker on the calendar, man. Switching from Tuesday to Wednesday after the summer, or Wednesday yeah. to Tuesday, we kind of got. Well, I think Brandon was here yesterday. He's like, oh, "Are you guys coming?" Oh, I was yeah. like, "Oh, it's Wednesday." <laughs> just, yeah, just to elaborate more on the confusion. I'm like, "Yeah, when are we showing up?" Uh, it's tomorrow. Yeah. He's like, "Oh." Yeah, because I ended up know. recording with Jeff Lund last night. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah, was that? yeah, it was great, man. I this is, I think the third time I've been on, maybe the fourth time I've been on a Sweet. show. And I just love, it's so casual and, and cool. Yeah. And this time he had his camera and his headphones, and I got a, it was Oh, is, vid oh, is, is he we doing video so, now? No. He, okay, he even better said, to, no. Better he, for conversation. He'll see yeah, yeah. It, it just felt like like we were in person, yeah. you know, even though he's in Ketchikan, of course, obviously, but... Just another, it's getting more and more comfortable to have a conversation with him. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, yeah. it feels I, like we're buddies now more than just like interviewing interviewees or whatever. Mm -hmm. Totally. I was yeah. on his uh, show, I don't know, a few months ago, and mm -hmm. I'm going to meet with him again on Monday. Nice. Oh, nice. I, have you met him in person yep. then? Yeah, okay, he's cool. come by the shop, and uh, nice. he, he wears Alpine Fit uh, outdoor nice. adventuring. So. Yeah. Okay, yeah. cool. Yep. Did you read his book yet? Uh, I have not. Okay. Yeah, I got to do that. Yeah. He's which, got two. Which one? Yeah. His He's got new two, book? Uh, the new one, Beyond yeah. the Hunt. Okay, yeah. nice. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely anyone, uh, definitely check out Jeff's podcast and his stuff. He does a lot of cool um, articles and stuff like that and just a, a totally rad, like, Southeast guy. Yeah. You know? Super humble. And you might be, like, the number one uh, guest on his show. Yeah, This dude. is, like, the fourth time? Yeah, third or fourth. I can't remember. I think it's just every hunting season. Yeah, since we started, which has been now three, pretty much. Yeah, hunting seasons. So, um, yeah, I mean, I'm like super happy, and I mean, I'm. Does he send you like a, I don't know, a gold? <laughs> yeah, what? you get a gold ticket. Am, am I a blue, blue chip? Blue <laughs> yeah. chip guest? Yeah, now you can just show up anytime. On, no, on I'm podcast. really, I'm really appreciative that he's you know wants to have me on, oh, and, yeah. and uh, obviously worth his time, and. Uh, yeah, I appreciate his uh, his email. He has like an email thing, and he'll mm -hmm. send like his articles and stuff like that, which is mm -hmm. cool. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's good. Well, he's so organized and professional, and educated, and he speaks so well. And I'm just kind of like clunking, you know, just go through this clunking about. This is pretty much my style, mm -hmm. and so it's it's when I'm with when I'm talking to him, I feel like I have to really kind of have my words right and and. Yeah. yeah, well, he's a teacher clear. also. Right? Yeah, I'm like, man, yeah. I'm kind of almost, that helps. I don't know, I'm yeah. almost intimidated sometimes. Like, I almost sound like an idiot. But he makes me feel, yeah, yeah. he makes yeah. me feel comfortable. And yesterday was, was so casual and cool. And anyway, thanks, Jeff. Appreciate it. So I know he listens to us every week. Appreciate that too. Jeff's awesome. Mm -hmm. He is. He is. I like his like stance or humor, kind of mm. uncertain. Yeah like bullshit that happens in the hunting and fishing industry it's cool yeah yeah um speaking of that me and jack oh yeah had a great uh time with the kiddos we um oh you guys end up going out together yeah well i went I with my that. brother and we went fishing at the anchor how old are the kiddos um my oldest is 12 my youngest is 10 and okay. yours are eight the and twins are seven eight seven yeah, okay. boy and girl okay twin. 
I have a nine-year-old and an eleven-year-old. Oh okay. yeah, so yeah. we're yeah. in the same. We're in the same. Yep. 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 Busy times. Yeah, very busy. Boys, girls, eleven-year-old uh, boy, nine-year-old girl. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, my oldest is super into outdoors. Um, anything that has to do with any kind of outdoor stuff, he's totally into it. So I went with him and my brother to Anchor River um, nice. to go fishing for steelhead and dollies, and the weather was amazing. And I guess it was mm. like pouring rain last weekend in Anchorage. And so we're like just super happy. And my wife and my other son are like, oh, it's, we're bored. Let's just rain in. I was like, you should have came. Yeah. Um, yeah, just hang on the motorhome, if anything. Yeah. Man. Yeah, but yeah. the fishing was terrible. Um, I don't know if the fishermen <laughs> were terrible or the fishing was terrible. Either way, we tried our best. We had a great time. Sleeping in. And we ended up talking with Jack. And Jack was like, oh, the kids want to go. The twins want to go bird hunting. And Mateo's been wanting to go bird hunting. Yeah. Um, we have gone bird hunting, but he's never got one. Mm -hmm. So after it was like lame fishing, we're like, okay, well, let's switch it up and we'll yeah. meet Jack and we'll go do that. Because um, my brother was going to go on a, on a float with his coworker on Monday or something. So like, all right, well, we'll totally revamp it. And we just happen to have like the BB gun in the, in the, in the motor home. And, but then. Jack brought up the pellet gun. He's like, well, yeah. we, we need a pellet gun. <laughs> yeah. So, so he's like, power, yeah. 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 the first graders have pellet guns. We need to, yeah, we do need pellet guns. You're right. And so I'm like, I'm like, we're going to stop in Soldatna. Yeah, so we yeah. stopped in Soldatna and went in the sportsman's warehouse. Looking and, for a new yeah, firearm. Yeah. And, yeah and, and bought one and tried to hide it from mom, but she found it. Uh -huh. <laughs> and, uh, she's like, well, we you need another one? If she could have gotten the, the safe, we would have had the 22. So, oh, exactly. I know. I should, I was going to blame her, but yeah, yeah. no. Well, we cool. called her because Jack was going to come, and I was like, can you get in the safe and um, get the 22 out? Yeah. And so Jack will come grab it. And she, they're hard to open. It is dude. so. Can we bring that up? Like, dude. I had to have my neighbor like teach me how to open my own gun oh, safe. Oh, man. That seems embarrassing. It is embarrassing, so and even hard. now, like I, I couldn't even explain to her because I just do it. Oh, it no, it's like oh, you got to go like three, and then it's like two, two and then, and like then one, one, but it's the opposite of every yeah. other thing. And it's not really three; shit. it's like two and a half. Yeah, and so, so it's yeah, it's weird, man. And you're like, do you start counterclockwise or clockwise? Exactly, exactly. Yeah. So it's like, I have it by memory. Same with like this code. If someone asks me for the dark yeah. code, I'm like, oh, the bottom left and the top three twice. Oh, you know, it's like it's muscle memory. Exactly. Yeah, so I just I like do it. Is, yeah. and, do it. And I don't know the yeah. spin. I just know I'm like, just give it one good spin. And she's yeah. like, FaceTime and she's like, does it? I was like, that's not good enough. You know, yeah. yeah. Just, so she couldn't figure it out. I said, forget it. Yeah. So anyway, we yeah. went out. We went out and, and we were going to meet you guys. You're going to go down a certain place. And we're like, we'll come that way. And we end up going and we just happen to be on the road and see some on the side of the road we're like oh man we jump out and chase him down and he ends up getting one he's so excited yeah. and then we meet you guys yeah yeah that was awesome yeah I, with you you know we <coughs> the kid my kids um they depend on like the wild food and they've like really adopted it on their own um you know of course like you know the leaders of the family talk about eating healthy and stuff but like they straight up like check the freezer to let me know how the levels are it's amazing you know? and um they're like oh we're running low daddy you got to get some stuff and so um like i we take them and hike and do all the stuff in alaska you know but uh, i've never like wanted to like push them to like hey you need to fish hard or hunt or anything yet you know like i figure they'll just come when they want and so they, they really started fishing this summer, but, and eating their own catch. And, uh, so it was interesting that 
after hunting our hunting season was up like the boy was like hey dad i want to go hunting and i'm like okay you're seven you know you're old enough we've shot bb guns a bunch so like we like sat down and like he helped me plan the what we were gonna do wow um and i and and we're all kind of hardcore i mean all alaskans you know we like woke up at whatever 5 30 in the morning and oh he yeah he planned this into the trip yeah well i planned oh you planned that i I, well i I, he knows that you have to hunt early and late so so i was like Mm -hmm. okay well what time Mm -hmm. do we need to leave and so um and his sister wanted to come so she because she's super outdoorsy too and uh so we were she didn't want to have fomo right yeah totally yeah i was like you want to go camping and uh, she's like and are there gonna be s'mores and i was like of course and she's like i'm fully in yeah but she she actually can put the sneak on things really well so paxton has something to learn from but um so we were we basically were walking trails in the pouring rain you know in the dark that first morning and we went all fucking day like so we like went on one trail and then we went to like some gravel spots i know for like rabbits and then we went to another spot for spruce ends and then we like drove a bunch of roads and then we went on more hikes and it was like dude we couldn't find anything like there was like no living creatures although a horned owl flew right above us which is pretty that's awesome to see man maybe like 10 feet above us and landed in a tree probably 20 feet up so they gotta see that that was cool and then finally like late in the day we spot one like lone spruce hen and i'm like all right you know i brought a little cool the cooler backpack the arctic one so then paxton could like rest his pellet gun on that and so we we go to stock it and it's on the trail yeah and and the you know these things are usually pretty stupid no dude i like got the only like wary smart one ever like we're walking so way slower than i at you like this way slower than i normally walk at one of these things and dude it just and paxton looks up to me and i'm I'm looking in the woods i'm like all right he's like oh man we're not gonna get i was like dude we saw where it went so so we went in the woods and uh Man, it went deep in like 150 yards. He almost gave up a few times. We relocated. That's it's deep. way at the top of a tree, and it's like, oh damn! Like we didn't train for these like angled 60 degree <laughs> angle shots. So, like I, I trained for like slightly off, you know, pair, you know, whatever, even it's just horizontal just at eye level. Oh dude, <laughs> pretty much, man. And so just rested he, every time. He, he, he was just like laying on the ground, trying to like shoot straight oh, up into this man. tree. And so we, we, we didn't get it. And he, and uh, it was really interesting to see, you know, his response to that. It was like, it wasn't like, Oh, I wanted to kill something. It was like, Oh, I let everyone down. We were going to eat this oh. kind of thing. And it's like, Oh, this is just a lesson. You know, this is, this is how it it's is. Part of like, it, dude. It's part of failure. We're going to learn from this. So, you know, we, here's the good things that happened. We did relocate it. That was cool. And then we also like had perseverance. Like we worked really hard you got, you know, this is like four o'clock or something. We finally see something. <laughs> and uh yeah so then and then we hooked up with daniel after that and too bad we weren't with you when when when, when you guys saw those well it's funny you guys had like the whole day and we're like just just turned down the street and just like bam, like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. just so, on the main road you know, i'm, I'm yeah. dying to know like how did the kids rate the experience because we went on a really big suffer fest weekend trip uh-huh. a couple weeks ago yeah. and we're thinking like what are we doing like this is not even type two fun yeah we're mm. not making the kids like what we're doing it's miserable and yeah. they they rated it a solid 5.5 5. 
five okay. where 10 is good and, and yeah. zero is horrible. Oh, right in the middle. And I was like, well, that's okay. okay. Yeah. So how did the kids, um, how did so the kids we also this? hunted the next mm. day and hiked around all day. Um, with, the, with Daniel Mateo didn't see anything at all for the whole next day. Um, they they loved it. They, but it was nice. The weather was nice. That's yeah, good. that second that day it was the yeah. first day it poured. So if I don't mention the bad weather, nobody notices. Then the kids don't care. Yeah. So it, it, right. what I've noticed, at least with these guys, don't is talk like about it. yeah, it's like mm-hmm. if I'm in a good mood and I'm down to do stuff in bad weather, then it's it could be rainy or yeah. or whatever. Like a la- the last day of Gold Canada this year, like all. Seven of the nine kids that came, they turned to me and they were like, "Hey, can we stay an extra night?" And it's it, it was nice. awful weather the whole time. Like there That's was awesome. not any sun, and um, so it, we luckily like we. I think it's a lot about like how you set the conditions up. You know, it's like if 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 you're gonna have fun no matter no matter what, and then you know bring extra dry clothes and a warm spot like we have our pod. You know, then you're then you're pretty good in hot chocolate and all yeah. the fun stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, they had a blast. I didn't have them rate it by numbers, but I was yeah, like, this you guys was voluntary rating. Yeah. They came up with a scale. That's yeah. a, we do something similar when my wife cooks something new in the house uh-huh. and it's the thumb. It's like two oh, okay. thumbs up, two thumbs down in oh, the middle. In the middle. It's like, <laughs> all right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's good. Or I'm trying some new, whatever recipe i should have did that with because they all tried the spruce head oh yeah because we ended nice. up jack helped us show them how to do it and they had so much fun like plucking it and like getting it out yeah like i cooked it and you know did it all and they all had some and it was really good all the kids loved it yeah nice. and the weird they were like we should have shot more i was like yeah because yeah, everyone got like one bite yeah <laughs> yeah but it was really good and it was cool to like that you know, Mateo got it. So then we got to all the kids got to go through the experience of cleaning it. And then Daniel got showing him how to cook it and then eating what we killed, you know, um, you know, that's what the hunting is about, you know, mm-hmm. is the adventure connecting with nature, living off the land, not yeah. like trophies on your wall, you know? Um, nice. so teaching them that. So yeah, it was a really fun weekend. The process, man, yeah. it's really important. Um, and them to, for them to learn early, I feel like, like, I, in comparison, as a kid, we're growing up, we went hunting, we didn't get a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. We went hunting a lot and came home empty-handed. So I thought that was the normal. Mm-hmm. And realized that, well, maybe dad's just not that great of a hunter. <laughs> and <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going hunting with some guys in blue jeans and, you know, sneakers yeah. and, and yeah. like, you know, half chicken-wired equipment and shit. I just thought that was normal. Yeah. And some expectations were always low, but I loved the, the trips. Mm-hmm. Totally. The adventures, the the listening to my dad and his buddies joking and mm-hmm. drinking, you know, whiskey coke flat in a bottle, and like it was just, there were just amazing adventures and fun and experiences. And then I got older and we started harvesting animals, and I'm like, oh, this is mm. what it feels like. Mm-hmm. But I I feel like they're gonna have an appreciation for the process, yeah, and the experience, and then you know, over time and experience, and getting out more, harvests will come, yeah. Yeah, well, that, you know, I think getting kids into hunting is like all about small game hunting, and yeah, building up to we it. We do not have a lot of small game hunting in Alaska. It has right. easy access, like the like the ptarmigan hunt that we go on is sixteen miles. It's like a sheep hunt, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it'd be um, tough to drag drag seven year olds around the, in, yeah. in that hunt, or even nine and eleven yeah. year old nine and eleven. Yeah, yeah, that'd be tough. Yeah. 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 You got to yeah. want it. And so like finding those like opportunities I think are important. And then also like a lot of the hunting up here is 
multi-day like we weekend warriors not enough you know right. <clears throat> so so you you know you don't want to like introduce your kid to that you want to like have some good like hey we worked really hard for a day or two and then come home with something yeah build up to it so you yeah. said it best setting the tone as the parent and setting totally. the vibe and the energy even if mm. it's you know the weather sucks you're not seeing anything this is most likely going to be an empty-handed adventure in terms of a harvest but if you if you do if you um make the kids feel like there's an opportunity and a chance and we're still having fun and don't talk about that weather they don't know the difference no. i mean they're just in it to win it no matter what yeah, right just pack enough layers pack the rain jacket brimmed hat yeah right yep unless they're over there taking notes like mm, today's rating 1.2 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. today's pretty good i'm gonna give that one an eight the sun came out for an hour all right yeah. it's 100 percent likely we're having fun okay yeah that's, 100%. A, that's the only thing we got yeah a I good like call that. too on the wings Maven doesn't oh, know what yes. to do. Oh, yeah. I brought home the wings because mm-hmm. I got a little puppy at home. Mm. And uh, yeah, What are you guys talking about right now? The wings from the, the wings from that, the bird. But with the dog, the good idea, like what do we... Oh, because he was telling me how he trained his dog, Brooks, with oh. like introducing them to the smell of it, and then you hide it, mm. and then you let them find yeah. it oh. so that they can become oh. bird dogs. Yep. And she's nice. like, she doesn't know what to think about yeah. this thing. Like, I pull it out of the little thing and put it there, and she's like, you know, like... I don't know. I really want to smell it, but I don't know. So yeah. but now, like, you go in the garage, and it's the first thing she goes to. She's yeah. like, I'm just going to put my head in this thing. And yeah. I don't want to touch it. Yeah, yet, her, but, her yeah. instincts are pinging. She doesn't even know yeah. what to do, right? I always just kind of drug it around the house, like, just lightly, and then hit it, like, behind a door or whatever. And then I was like, all right, go get it and bring it back. And as soon as Brooks ran back, then she got a treat, and yeah. she became a good bird dog. There's more, too. And I can that, say but. from experience, I saw her being a hell of a bird dog. Unfortunately, her hearing's going to crap. Yeah. So she yeah. wants to go burden, and then she can't hear you calling her to back. And so yeah. her better, you know, uh, what a better judgment, better, I don't know. Days. What, I know it's just her, her, her instincts take over. She wants oh, yeah. to yeah. go do the, she wants to go get the bird. Yeah. yeah. She only yeah. got birdie with us for like maybe 20 seconds once. Hmm. <clears throat> oh, on this trip? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah, Daniel was there when she got birdie. Okay. But you, you yeah, brought her with. Yeah, she had, the bird must have been Is on the ground a bird and then flows somewhere. Of getting birdie? Yeah. Mm-hmm. They get okay. excited. Like you can just tell that they're on a bird. Like their instincts kick in, their tail's going crazy. Oh, getting they're birdie, breathing, huh? breathing hard, and kind of running it down where wherever the bird was. And oh, okay. Then she <laughs> she lost it and it was obviously a where a place where the bird had flown. Mm-hmm. You guys have a dog, Jen? Yeah. Oh, you just, got the full, yeah, full setup yeah. like the rest of us, huh? yeah, Two g- kids, dog, trampoline in the back, maybe? We just got the trampoline this summer. <laughs> right. yeah, yeah. Business with two locations? Like, you got any yeah. time for anything? No, this, like, exactly. Thank you for that. Show up. Yes. Um, yeah. Got me for one yeah, hour. We have an awesome dog. She's uh, what we call an Alaska surprise. She's, like, part husky, part retriever. Kind of looks like a golden uh, German shepherd. Okay. She loves to run. She loves to pull. So she's fun in the snow, like, yes. uh, pulling ski-juring. a pole or ski juring. Yeah. 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 So I thought the Oscar surprise is when your girlfriend calls and says, "I'm late." <laughs> <laughs> did that, did That's that, a different. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. There's multiple surprises. Jen, thank you for getting that. First, you yeah. two are like, "Oh, what?" 
Uh, yeah, yeah, we got the whole the family dynamic going, the Alaska nice. family dynamic for Sweet. sure. Sweet. So Papa's at home cooking dinner tonight. Uh, yeah. Okay. Or good, something. Good job, Dad. They're yeah. alive. They're at yeah. home. <laughs> no, for <laughs> sure. Pizza, something like that. <laughs> He's definitely probably <laughs> cooking dinner of some sort. I think it's like really official once you got a trampoline. Yeah, I that, mean, you were cemented. that was like a hand me down, side hand me down oh. from a co- like my husband's coworker. I was oh, like, perfect. yeah, it's time for the trampoline. You know, how did you transport the trampoline? Did they did you tear it down? And have to build it again? Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. Truckload. Yeah, because my take on the trampoline is it stays with the house. So we haven't taken we it down. It, it stays there. <laughs> we haven't taken it down for a winter yet. Do we take the? Do we just oh, leave it up over the winter? Yeah, like, he was just we telling. Do? We were just talking about that. Like yep. we're taking it down this weekend. We learn, nah, what I'm are we doing? Learn you all up right now. Okay, let's hear. It. Okay, you're okay. <laughs> one. With but trampoline. does yours have the net thing around it? Yeah. Okay. Do we take we the got, net down? Yeah. So uh, first off, you know we got our trampoline. Uh, COVID, post-COVID, it was hard to get trampolines. They were hard to get. So we had ordered ours, got ours kind of late. So we want to let the kids play with it as long as possible, like clear into before winter, even I think the first snowfall or whatever, and let it stay out there. I thought, oh, yeah, you just leave trampolines up. Well, the snow mm-hmm. obviously gets, collects in the middle, and then it gets Weakens heavy and iced, and, and it can start to sink it down. Sure. Now, year before last, snow load wasn't crazy bad. It was pretty normal. Mm. But year. last year's was bad catastrophic almost right so rena before last winter um was out deer hunting she took it upon herself you go boo uh she went and bought the big black tote with the yellow lid Mm -hmm. the big one from like home depot or whatever and she pulled the whole uh mat out of Mm -hmm. the middle is that what you call it the center part the mat Uh, tramp the mesh the mesh yeah the the Uh. the nucleus of the uh trampoline she folded up and threw it in the tote and then we threw it under the shed and so we left the frame okay, that's and what the I was netting thinking. up. And so what happens, the netting now is kind of like flopping in the wind. So I just took zip ties and I just zip tied it to the frame. And then this spring, I just cut all the zip ties and we just put the, the, the screen back up. Okay. So, so I have too much shit to do. It, I'm not it doing is. None of that. I'm not going to take all the spring. I'm going to just make the kids go out there and shovel it. Yeah. There you go. That, that's another option. If they're going to play. So the first winter, we left it up thinking the same thing, and the kids didn't go out and use it as much as we thought. Oh. That's why we decided that we're going to take it. Now, your kids are really good outside winter kids. Yeah, they like to play outside. My kids but like I want to get the thing like off are, so they can like do what we used to do, yeah, and, like jump and off stuff. into the snow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, just mm-hmm. take the thing off. Yeah. Cuz that's the hardest part is putting all those 90 springs in there. Yeah. My kicker was I have all the neighborhood kids now come over and jump on the trampoline. Mm. I'm talking nice. there could be like 7, 8, 9, 10 of them at one time. Oh, okay. You got a waiver I guess I, I damn near feel like I should. <laughs> <laughs> I actually had a parent when I was a kid make me sign a waiver. Yeah, yeah oh, same. Wow. Yeah, that's why yeah. I said that. Jason a- after my brother <laughs> dislocated and broke his elbow, his bone came out. Oof. And then mm. I got launched into a pile of bikes and almost had a catastrophic knee injury. And I was like, oh, that's why they make you yeah. sign some papers. That's right. Yeah. Uh, but the winter thing made me more nervous about because i thought about that too like oh they can jump off in the snow and i'm like no they're gonna ping off hit the rail the metal yeah. cold they're rail gonna be or skiing down the roof something yeah, yeah. yeah. You're gonna bounce off that like, into oh the garden my God, what are they doing right now <laughs> get off that that's what kids do man yeah. Yeah. i know it's not 1990 anymore guys that's yeah, the problem in my house it is i mean Backyard. we try to keep castle. it alive well, I, I thought if you take the net off too, then it's easier to shovel. You probably oh, have to shovel it all to that little door. Point. Oh, yeah. When they have or the outside over. net, do they not have like the protection layer anymore on the outside? There is. They no. do, yeah. but it's yeah. kind of yeah, it's thin. I didn't put it back on the sec this time. We mm-hmm. didn't. The foam 
Yeah. yeah. We got like a camo one. It's all fancy. Oh. And we tried to put it on. The Velcro's like wearing out now. And it was flopping off in the wind because the summer was shitty and windy. And so I just went and took it off. And We had summer? Yeah, you missed it. Yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah, I yeah, think it was like five or six days. Yeah. Five or four, six days. Four days. Yeah. Yeah, I went to Juno for a week. I had it there. Oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was yeah. most beautiful. Isn't that yeah. crazy? You got to go to Southeast yeah. for a little sun. Yeah. Got to go to Southeast yeah. for sun, huh, Jeff? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know how it was in Ketchikan, but in Juno, they had a great summer, I heard. That's nice. I know Chad and Jimmy went in July to Sitka and mm. got like five or six days of straight beautiful blue oh, days yeah. Yeah. So nice. we were on so admiralty nice. island in oh, june nice um staying at one of the forest service cabins there and doing some of the yeah. cross admiralty route and it was oh. like 80 and sunny like so hot that we were jumping off the boat oh, into so the lake to cool off not just to like say we that. did it it was amazing oh, come on <laughs> sounds yeah. great the, sp- yeah. the place where it should be the crappiest yes <laughs> yeah we were prepared for like you know seven oh, days sure. of rain yeah. but you brought your puffies yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Everything, yeah. right? <laughs> you had to. Man. Yeah. I'm I'm excited though. That's winter. I mean, it almost feels like winter. Hockey started. Mm-hmm. Actual mm-hmm. watching of hockey and playing of mm-hmm. hockey has started. Um, do you have some kind of accent over there? A, a? Ca- Canadian accent, maybe. A? It's I it's fading. It's fading. <laughs> I might have said a. It, it'll come out. <laughs> yeah. You you say a hockey and my ears perk up. Uh, oh, what? <laughs> you got a team? Drop, drop the puck, crash oh, the net. What? I I'm from Ontario, Canada originally, so I can't say anything other than the Leafs. No, okay. yeah, my dad mm. wouldn't stand for it. Okay, yeah, they got a By good chance. Yeah, they're, they do. they're looking good. The Leafs are looking good. They're stacked. They are stacked. Yeah, well, my dad will be thrilled. Yeah, they look good. They they just, I bet going to a game there would be amazing. Oh, it'd be fun. Yeah. Oh hell yeah! You've been to a game. Games are pretty fun. I haven't actually been to a Leafs game. Obviously, my dad has a lot. um, But where I grew up in Ontario, Canada, was close to Buffalo, New York. So we would drive across the border, and um, watch the Buffalo Sabers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, that was. We went to a lot of hockey games. Yeah, you'd have what the New Jersey. You'd have Philadelphia. There, Boston. Bruins, there's tons of yeah. hockey in the oh, right yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and I remember I got to see Gretzky play yeah. uh, when oh, he was playing no for New way. York. Yeah, because he played the Buffalo Sabers when he was playing for the Rangers. Yeah, oh, that's um, cool. So that was pretty cool. You got to see the great one mm-hmm. in person. Mm-hmm. Damn. Yeah, that was probably a highlight of any Canadian youth's childhood. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. for sure, for sure. Yeah, um, but uh, yeah. If you go to Vegas ever, you should watch a game there. Okay. Have you been to a game no, in Vegas? Any of you guys? Have you? Mm-mm. Dude. No, yeah. It's like a spectacle. I mean, it's amazing. It's like a sh- it's like a Broadway show or not oh, Broadway show. Like show, you have to right? go early to like see like the yeah. beginning. Right. You know, mm-hmm. because it's just the like, pre hype and all yeah, this and stuff. Yeah, and even between the periods, it's just like so much going on. Like, yeah. oh man. Yeah, I saw they did their um, you know, uh, defending champ. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Raised yeah. a banner last oh, night. Oh, okay. The they, had the cra- they, had the cra- they had the Kraken in town. Oh, they did. Okay. Yeah. So yesterday was the opener of the season. I happened to catch it on Sports Center last night and got. Uh, Who won? Uh, gosh darn! You know, I was watching the. They played Seattle. I'm assuming they I won. I think they won. I, I didn't finish did. watching it. I did it, see that the 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 um, banner came out of like a big um, uh, slot machine. 
Mm. Yeah, okay, like <laughs> this. That yeah, sounds yeah. right. That's like a huge right. slot machine, yeah, yeah. and then like the captain like pulled the thing, and it was like Stanley <laughs> Cup, Stanley <laughs> Cup, Stanley <laughs> Cup, and then up came the banner. Wow. <laughs> like, That's oh, awesome. Okay. All right, right on. Only yeah. in Vegas, man. Well, well shit. Yeah. An- another memorable hockey game was I was in Vancouver when the 2010, 2010 Olympics were happening, and I got oh. to go see the Canadian or sorry. The women's gold medal hockey game, yeah. Canada versus U.S. Oh, that was what? a huge game. Canada won. Yeah. Like in and a nail biter at the end. Yeah, it was amazing. And I then, saw that on TV. Then, I remember that on and TV. And they do the full medal ceremony at the final game in hockey right. in the Olympics. So I got to oh, be there do? for the anthem singing wow. and the medal ceremony. Like, it was amazing. Like, and it was, was in Canada. Yeah, so yeah. Perfect. It was like, yeah, yeah just, it was amazing. Just so full That's of all awesome. Canada's. Yeah, exactly. That was a good Olympics. That was a fun I remember... I, was, I lived in my little ranch house in Ermine Street and watching that game by myself. Yeah. I tuned in to watch it because yeah. it's like, hey, you know, that's a special moment. A lot of hype around it. And yeah. I think it was like 4-3 or something. It was like yeah. down to the wire. Yeah. yeah, it was intense. And I, I watched it by myself. I like went and bought tickets on the street like outside because I was oh, like, I'm in so Vancouver. Yeah. This is happening. Like yeah. it was wow. like, it was only, oh, well, 375 bucks doesn't sound like a lot now when you hear but like for what world cut our world yeah, yeah. exactly oh, no, at the time it was a lot of money for me but yeah. it was like sure. this is worth it i got one ticket i'm going by myself and like yeah it was amazing oh, yeah. man what yeah. a cool experience yeah, tangy totally. was there for that too oh nice yeah. tangy's everywhere all yeah the time. he is <laughs> <laughs> yeah. he's texting us i was like do you have international text no i did watch the chicago because i want i know that's your team oh yeah i want to watch the Bedard. Yeah. See how he looks. Oh, he how got, it does he, he got look. an assist. Looks legit, dude. Oh, I heard he's super dirty. Yeah. yeah. They, they beat they beat the Penguins like 5-3. F- yeah. He got an assist. I yeah. saw a replay on a preseason game where he like he did some sort of t- toe drag and against the Detroit and then pulled it behind his back and then, you know, went around the guy. I mean, it was it was pretty dirty. Do, do you skate? Um, yeah. 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 You got the I, kids skating? Uh, yeah, obviously. Um, but it's funny because I hadn't skated in a really long time. When I first moved to Anchorage, it was like, wow, there's ice that we can skate Everybody. outside. <laughs> yeah. This is amazing. Mm-hmm. I lived in Anchorage for nine years. And um, yeah, I was working at a job. Uh, working for Scoop, the snow skirt and puffy jacket company yeah. here. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm wearing one right now. Nice. Um, anyway, we, on like an afternoon, we walked down to Westchester Lagoon. I got skates at, played against sports or whatever. We went down to skate and I was like, I haven't skated since I was like a teenager or like, you know, adolescent. Oh, yeah. I was like, I'm not sure I could do this anymore, but I must be able to do it. Like it's my heritage. And uh, <laughs> so we get down there and I'm like, oh, this feels weird, this feels weird, this feels weird. And then someone, like, threw me a hockey stick, and I just, like, caught it in my hands, and then it was, like, old hat. I just, yeah. like, cruised around your the big Your eyes just rolled back I in went, your head. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I went just to Luke, and they're like, oh, backwards. sure, you've been skating since you're 12. I was like, I don't, I can't explain this. I needed it was, the stick. Yeah. Turn right back on. Exactly. So I, um, hockey skates? Yeah, hockey skates. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, of course. What do, what do you ask? Was okay. she wearing figure skates? Yeah, I'm just making sure. I'm just making sure. She's yeah. seen Wayne Gretzky and been to a gold medal game. Come on, bro. Yeah, okay. my dad. We. I grew up in Ontario, Canada. Like Alaska is the fastest place I've ever felt like home. I love it. Alaska's home, but I'm from Ontario, Canada, which is really flat. Hockey is 
everyone's favorite thing. Uh, my dad and our backyard neighbor used to make a hockey rink mm. in our shared oh, site. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So he had little like leftover reject boards from when they renovated the local arena. So they had these little short boards. They made this like 30 by 60 thing Damn, that they huge. lined with like plastic sheeting and then they were out there every night you know, uh, mopping it, mopping it and hosing it down and making it fresh. And it was just like every kid in our whole neighborhood was out there oh, playing like oh. hockey all winter. It was amazing. You guys were popular. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was fun. It was super fun. So trampoline or rink? In the yard. Um, Rink. Rink, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah, we had a trampoline also, but <laughs> <laughs> winter you got pushed best. over in the corner <laughs> yeah. over there. For the rink to yeah. Yeah. yeah, well, technically, it was the neighbor's <laughs> backyard that was huge. That was kind of our side yard, so the trampoline was still there. But uh, funny, I just uh, talking about the trampoline. I had a friend to kind of switch the topic a little bit. Ski, snowboard, skiing's coming up, and all that, and the kids are all stoked to go snowboarding. And mm-hmm. my kid wants to ski, so I'm going to give him lessons and. But I had a friend who was like a pro and I remember going and like we're in high school and he's like, I'm going to go jump on a trampoline. I'm like, what? I was like, we're in high school. Let's go find girls, you know? <laughs> yeah. And he's back there. So he's like, come over. So I come over there and he's back there with his snowboard on. Yes. Yeah. I jumping remember. on the trampoline right. and like yeah. practicing oh, his like hell yeah. double backflips and, yep. and stuff. I was like, whoa, okay. Yeah. That makes a yep. lot of sense. That was my brother. Yeah. Back <laughs> there doing it. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. That's what our tramp was for, too. I'd be scared to do that. Where did you guys all grow up? Here. Here. Anchorage. All of you? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Service, Bartlett, East. Nice. Yeah. Nice. I don't have the Alaska born and raised cred. That doesn't make you any lesser Alaskan, though. No. Thank you. It doesn't. Not at all. No. Yeah. Yeah. I started visiting here in 2004 Mm -hmm. and made it home in 2014. Nice. Mm-hmm. Worded cool, very, huh? very nicely. Look how you worded that. Yeah, that was the first home. time. Yeah. Nice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it was the fastest. I might have just already said this, but it was the fastest place I ever felt like home. Like it was just like instantly. Yeah. This yeah. is the lifestyle I want to have. Yeah. Um, mostly that. Mm-hmm. Meet awesome people. Yeah. But mostly it's just like you live here. You can fly somewhere if you need to. You can buy the stuff you need to, but you can get out into the backcountry immediately. Yes. Yeah, right after work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's right. Can't beat it. No. What does your guys' summer look like? What did our summer look like? I mean, in uh, general, like what kind of activities are you guys doing? Oh, okay. Um, this summer, I didn't bike as much as I thought I would, uh, but the kids did like the Mighty Bikes thing. Oh, yeah. Um, which cool. was fun. I volunteer coached for that, so that was cool too. Can you get some people in? You have to volunteer coach. Oh, that's where it's at. <laughs> that was no, easy. You what? No, I'm. A, we you we, have to lottery in or we, volunteer. Coach. I know it's crazy. Oh, is that what it is? To get in that. We yeah. were talking about just doing our own. Is that the name of the organization? Like, Mighty, Mighty Bikes. Mighty Bikes. It's kids. awesome. It's it incredible. Is, but it's tough to get in. It's so tough to get in. We tried to lottery in a couple of years in a row, and then I volunteered to coach, which they do make space for kids if you coach, oh. or at least historically. I don't know if the rules would change with that, but mm. lotteried in and volunteered, then coached, and it was it was fun coaching. Yeah. I got out biking more probably because of it yeah Um, what kind of qualifications do you need um i mean you need to i think you need to submit some sort of like resume like like, a video no but maybe like a (laughs) person reference of someone that like a video we know jan she bikes real (laughs) hard (laughs) have you seen my instagram come on how about yeah look at this how about a video of me doing backflips on my trampoline on my bike in the winter time just bouncing yeah yeah Yeah. i don't know if they'll take that guys 
Um, but they do like a coach's training session and stuff. It's an awesome organization. But yeah, biking, um, we're not, I, I feel like I have my imposter syndromes flaring up. We do hunt a little bit, but I'm not like, hunting's not my like main core mm-hmm. thing. Um, but uh, yeah, like mountain, like backpacking, trail running, fishing. Um, I've hunted for birds. Nice. That's the only thing that I've. Nice. Sweet. I've been on a deer hunt and other things, but I've I have personally only. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, ptarmigan or. Uh, ptarmigan and grouse. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Um, uh, I, I kind of trailed off there, but yeah, like a lot of the Alaska rafting? stuff. Rafting? Oh yes, sorry. Yeah. I, you guys take the family out? Is each kid got a pack rafting? Pack you guys rafting? Have a big raft? We haven't done yeah. kids stuff. Pack rafting just seems like a pretty risky thing for kids. Yeah. For me, yeah. Um, yeah. So we've been really lucky to have awesome. Uh, the grandparents always take the kids for a little Perfect. bit of grandparent one on one time, yeah. and we get kid free adventure time. So Important. like for the gotta last, have that. Yeah, the last mm-hmm. three or four years, we've been able to do um, big adventures so hale and i husband hale uh we've done like brooks range gates of the arctic pack nice. rafting trips and stuff Sick. like that so awesome yeah kind of like i really love long multi-day trips um back in the day before kids we used to do kayak like expedition in quotes kind of trips mm-hmm. we kayaked uh, 175 miles from huna alaska to sitka alaska yeah. so it's completely self-planned self-supported you know, three weeks worth of your own food that and everything. It's so hardcore, into. man. Yeah. It's kind of hardcore. It's kind of awesome. awesome. Though, uh, I mean, you're like inches off of cold ice water for yeah. three weeks and yeah. Yeah. weather and all that. And I, not, I, not I, seeing other people for at least like nine days. I'm like, that, dude, so. anybody that does that, dude, yeah, you are fucking about it. You, like, you must love misery. They do some sort of um, like girl adventure, young women, like girls, like somewhere between 12 and 18 adventure camp doing the same thing. Like oh, cool. where they're down in that same area, Huna, Sitka, and they spend yeah. two or three months, you know, yeah. going around. I forget what it's called. I'll figure it out. But they go around and they yeah. they self supported, um, and um, and then they just like the girls team up and build like ten, um, shelters with uh, just tarps on the beach. Yeah, and you just sleep oh. under the tarp. Oh, that's so cool. Seems pretty bad. They're looking yeah. for coaches. Mm-hmm. They're looking for so, yeah, there you go. <laughs> you My schedule's a little full. My schedule's maxed out, but it sounds awesome. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, that could be something I could be convinced to to do. But yeah. <laughs> uh, definitely awesome. seems worthwhile. But yeah, we love a lot of the like land, like travel by self-propelled. Mm. Yeah, yeah, transportation, wilderness stuff. That's awesome. That's funny. Like, we plan when we do our anniversary, like, okay, we're going to go do the Kasugi, or we're going to go float this or Mm -hmm. that, and people are like, you're going to do what? Like, you're not going to go to some hotel or something? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to go get away from the kids and actually do something. Alaska. Exactly. I was wondering when he was talking about his childhood experience over there and pointing at uh, Brandon over there. Yeah. Um, You nailed it. Yeah, I was is like, is it Brandon or Daniel? Which one is Brandon? It? It's Brandon for sure. She's yeah, um, so you go Brandon or Dandon? It works. Yeah, perfect, <laughs> perfect. Uh, what he was saying about his childhood hunting experiences and how you know he had low expectations of what to get. Um, I feel like we've created a lot of those experiences for our kids. For mm. instance, like our Admiralty Island trip, a week of beautiful, hot, sunny weather, fishing all day, like tiny dollies like this Uh, (laughs) and i think the you had to i think they had to be like 17 inches or something in that lake to keep keep them them. Uh and it's like pretty good size fish it's big that's big big. we were getting like 
yeah. just like Stock, eight inch. Fry stockers, yeah, like right? they had just stocked it size. Yeah. yeah. And so it was just like, Which you know, you're catching I'm like, and it's fun, right? Yeah, but like three in a whole day. So I think my kids are set up really well for like perfect, really low expectations yeah, of what happens when you go you fishing. Go. You're just out there and you're just spending time together. Yeah. Yeah. And the old cliche, it's fishing, not catching kids. There you go. It's fishing, yeah. not catching. So I think that's the best when they go out and they I'm don't really you, get anything and I'm they suffer. Yeah. Because you yeah. go out and you have their first time is like, bam, boom, yeah. boom, oh, fish, yeah. boom, boom. And then the next time you go and you're not, they're just like, oh, mm-hmm. yeah. this isn't fun. Yeah. It's a pretty cool spot out there. If you ever have a chance to get out there, um, Admiralty Island, like, um, you know, it's completely remote. There's only mm. one community that lives on the island. Uh, and there's that whole series of trails and lakes, uh, portage route across the island. And then each of the lakes is stocked with a rowboat. So you can even like oh, cool. go to the... Um, Forest Service cabin there and there's a rowboat stocked with oars or you could fly in with a little outboard motor and put it on the boat and then go out on the lakes and like hike over to another lake and you get to the shore of the other lake and there's another rowboat there. We also brought pack rafts with us just for like lake crossing and stuff like that but way cool that's That's pretty cool great hunting on admiralty i think two deer black bear brown bear it's the highest concentration of black bear in the world admiralty something like that that. yeah i think it rivals vancouver island something yeah something like that i don't have my facts straight on that vancouver island might actually be that but that one is trivia soon yes oh yeah okay well the (laughs) yeah the um the word for admiralty i think in the local native language, they call it Kutsnuwu, which means Fortress of the Bear. Oh. Yeah. Oh. And I think it is, like, one of the densest population of bear. That's Gen's on Maybe per, it's, like, I'm just preempting your trivia okay. moment. Okay. Yeah, yeah challenge yeah. me now. Yeah, what? How many, <laughs> how many bears on Admiralty <laughs> Island? Granule? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, let's take a quick break and we'll be right back. Um, we'll let Jack get the trivia. Trivia won't be till a little bit later. Barney's Sports Chalet, supplying hunters and outdoor enthusiasts with the highest quality gear and equipment since they opened their doors in 1963. Barney's carries exclusive brands such as Alpaca Rafts, Sitka Sims, XO Mountain Gear, Hilleberg, and much more. Barney's prides themselves with keeping a huge stock on hand of various top-of-the-line tents, footwear, sleeping bags, optics, cross-country skis, just to name a few. Barney's is also the exclusive retailer of Montana Knives, Seek Outside, Kafaru, Stone Glacier, and their in-house brand, Frontier Gear of Alaska. Barney's has a superior selection of top-rated boots, sleeping bags, dry bags, mountaineering gear, electronics, and accessories. Need freeze-dried food or mountain snacks? They got that too. Barney's now has an amazing new paperback catalog available for in-store pickup or online order. Visit them today at barneysports.com or even better, stop by the store in Anchorage at 906 West Northern Lights. If you want the best, there's only one name in the game, Barney's Sports Chalet. The Alaska chapter of Backcountry Hunters and Anglers. BHA is the voice of our Alaska public lands, waters, and wildlife. From national level policy work to engagement with boots on the ground projects from Kotzebue to Ketchikan. BHA performs public land cleanups, hunting and fishing clinics, and community education to help take your game to the next level. BHA's community-minded goal is to uphold our hunting and fishing legacy while keeping wild lands wild and fostering the next generation of sportsmen and women for years to come. Make sure to follow BHA Alaska for upcoming events, local brewery pint nights, and more. 
stand up for Alaska public lands and waters by supporting the Alaska chapter of Backcountry Hunters and Anglers. Join us today at backcountryhunters.org. The Treehouse AK, your one-stop dispensary located at 341 Boniface Parkway. When you pull up to the treehouse, you'll notice the beautifully hand-drawn art by Alaska's own Ted Kim. Once you get inside, you're going to see many of the same people that have been there since they opened. The bud tenders know you and what you like and what new product you should be checking out. The store is super clean and the music's always on point. The Treehouse and local owner Josh Boots is a staple in the cannabis culture through his music, community givebacks, and a lifetime desire to bring the people of Alaska the best products available. The Treehouse always has at least 25 strains available and they're all shown prominently deli style in clear, openable jars so you can see and smell your options. Other products include edibles, concentrates, vape carts, pre-rolls, flour, dab rigs, and anything else you need, they got it. They also have some pretty sick merchandise for sale. Check out thetreehouseak.com, or better yet, stop by the Treehouse today and get started on their loyalty program. Remember, you must be 21 years of age to enter their store. The Treehouse, where the culture lives. Like at, at seven, the kids are still like in this black and white kind of age where, you know, they're like either inside or outside people. Mm. Like, Cause I'm like, we're outside people, you mm-hmm. know, or I'm an outside person. You get to choose what you want to do. And so then, you know, last year in their kindergarten class, they got to write like a book. And at the end it was about the author and both of them wrote something that they're outside people. I thought that was cool. That's awesome. But as they get older, like towards your kid's age or Mateo's age, it's like, it's not going to be as black or white anymore. And when I'm kind of fearing a little bit, like how I deal with the gray area. Yeah. What I've seen a lot is just that, you know, you have two siblings and the younger one gets dragged along on Mm. things that are a little too epic for them too early. Yeah. And they end up just thinking outdoors is misery rather than outdoors is fun. Sure. So we try to like really check ourselves that it's still fun for the younger one yes and then of course it means it's maybe not as exciting as it could be for the older one or for us yeah um but that's kind of like i just have so many friends that either are the older sibling or are the older sibling that love the outdoors and they're like oh my younger sister or brother doesn't doesn't like to do any of this stuff yeah so we have that yeah i think it's a part of like yeah like like my old my youngest doesn't like to go fishing, but he really likes archery and other stuff, mm-hmm. drawing and so and art. So we'll like we'll bring out the chalk yeah. stuff and we'll bring the archery stuff so that yeah. he's can do stuff that he likes to do yeah. out there yeah. while his brother's fishing or whatever. Yeah, yeah. The kids both like fishing. Fishing. We got them both bows, so they practice yeah. archery. That's fun. Oh, it's wow, easy to bring cool. around and like mm-hmm. the BB guns and stuff yeah. like that. We haven't gotten, <coughs> they haven't touched firearms yet. Not yet. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Like that. That's not my department. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's challenge. I'll let grandpa. And yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Send him to Canada for a couple of weeks. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> so grandson, we wrangle beers with our bear hands. <laughs> Here's the bison. <laughs> it's, it, it just seems like there's a little bit more of a challenge uh, in the bear to entry uh, with acclimating your children to the outdoors to, in today's world than maybe the the world we grew up in in our childhood. Where you just get kicked outside and you're like, go yeah, outside. Well, yeah, come because, back at dinner. you know, right. I, I not to like drive this stupid ass point to the ground, but the technology and the phones oh, yeah. and the shit, that is what the challenge is. They, they, there's a lot easier ways to have um, a way to make a kid feel good about stuff, video games, social media, 
interacting socially with other children or friends on phones and, and mm-hmm. devices. Yeah. It's immediate satisfaction and interaction versus the effort of going outside, walking down the street to homie's house, knock on the door, can't play, okay, go down the street to this dude's house, knock on the door, come out after dinner, I'm doing my homework. Like, it's a lot of work. Yeah. It's kind of like a lot of work to go out and play. Suit up in your gear. Go climb the snow mountain hill in the middle of the circle that the the plow trucks yeah. are, yeah. are the, you know, yeah. the, the, um, the graders built. And it's just easier to jump on your Xbox and call dude down the street and play some football yeah. or, or whatever. And Do you guys all, like, kind of have some sort of limits on screen time or, like, must oh, play yeah. outside before screen time stuff? My kids yeah. get one hour a week on their thing during wow. the week. Wow, that's good. And they can split it up. They can do, that's just what we do. They can do like 20 minutes, 20 minutes, or they can do it all in one nice. shot in one yeah. hour, but they get it one week. Mm-hmm. And then they get more time on the weekend, but yeah. guess what? Like, we're not in phone signal on the yeah. weekend. That's yeah. That's right. You know? Yeah, that's awesome. So they that's might great. here yeah. and there get yeah. like, you know, a half day of, of playing whatever, that you know, Minecraft or whatever they're doing. Yeah. Um, If we just happen to be home early, on mm-hmm. Sunday or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I think I found, and I was actually pretty, I wouldn't say surprised, but I just, it, I thought about it, like bringing out, uh, going with other family members, or not family members, but other families that have kids, not even, it doesn't even matter the age. Like Mateo yeah. was so stoked because he was just hanging out with me and my brother and our other friend, like three adults. He has no one to really like mess and around with. He does good with, with adults. He does He's good with adults, and he and did yeah. really. And he was yeah. like so excited to like go hang out with the twins, which are like you know half his age. Yeah, but mm-hmm. he's like, oh, kids, kids. Like, yeah, yeah. I want to yeah. go. And they had a yeah. blast jump around and guns and. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, well, he gets I mean, to be like the big brother, big cousin, you know, leader yeah. of the crew, and and yeah. he does really good with that too. Mateo's yeah. such a good boy. I think um, that good like, point though. With sure. well, like out there, like they when you're with your buddies and uh, they're with their buddies, they don't want any of the screen time. And yeah. then at home, they have for me, they have to read books. So it's like every yeah. they get read one book a day. That's just the rule. But if they read more, then every book on top of that builds five minutes of screen time for the week. You know, they nice. don't get it then. So, I mean, if if they read a hundred books, which is a shitload for a first grade, they've never done that. And then you know they'd have you know five yeah. hundred minutes of time but i mean the yeah. pool is really 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 hard i i told my wife i'm not having any of our stuff connected to like the text and that oh like, yeah she's like telling me like oh, this girl's like facetiming at like five in the morning and she's like in fifth grade and like these text groups and all this stuff that the kids are doing our kids don't have phones like mm-hmm. he's probably the only one at romic that doesn't have a right, phone right yeah. like, okay. we just got well, a phone for our oldest one um just we don't have a landline and there's, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. okay. kind of entering that stage of life where communication may need to be it's, happen. Yeah, it's tough, mm-hmm. but I think, I mean. But it is tough because When you get the like, phone, I think they can't have it at night. Like yeah, we plug bed, it in uh, somewhere else and mm-hmm. we have like it so that it maxes out what things you can do on it for a certain time. Mm-hmm. Other than you, you can still text iPhone? it. It's an iPhone. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm with you. We have a time limit. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, Mila has to request more screen time after 10 p.m. Okay, yeah. It was 10 p.m. for the summer. We were going to change it, but our household is not the normal household for as far as, like, kids go to bed early. We just were so busy in basketball practice and things go late. Yeah. There's just no – there is none of that. But yeah, um, you, if you limit it, it's still – it's still they still are addicted to it. There's no way around that. 
Yeah. But at least you have that opportunity. Because we did the same yeah. thing. Daughter gets off the bus. She goes home. Yeah. I want to text him home safe. I'm yeah. good. Yeah. And you can limit yeah. how much time they're spending doing non-texting and phone mm-hmm. related mm-hmm. things. So that's mm-hmm. what we've got set up. It's there, not that hard to do once you get it no. set up. There's yeah. also some cool newer technology coming out where there's the, these like watches. Yeah, that I've you seen can other kids with the communicate. watch. Yeah, you those can are cool. Program the yeah. numbers mm-hmm. and stuff. Yep. Yeah, some yeah. of my daughter's friends have those. Yeah, we have and a neighbor boy that has that. And we, we might get that when next year my son will go to middle school, but she'll still be in elementary school. So yeah. we might get that at that time just nice. to have yeah. something and, there. And then those like Rocky Talkies are great oh, for like kids. We, ju- we just got the Rocky Talkies. They're this awesome. When Rocky last winter, Talkies. Whoa, whoa, whoa. They're like a durable real pretty decent long distance um like radio i've tested them up to nine miles and they were great nine miles Mm -hmm. yeah line of sight nine miles um, we used them at a clutena lake but i didn't really think about how far we got away from each other but they worked for a a really long distance at the clutena lake that was amazing if you go to i think it's the high channels then i think that's how it works rocky talkies but but those are great because it's like if the kids need to communicate like skiing or like Mm -hmm. in the neighborhood Mm -hmm. it's like okay well i'm not gonna give you a phone here's a rocky talkie yeah. carabiners on so you're yeah. not going to lose it and then it's like they're not getting phone but they you know the, the, all the stuff that comes with the phone but then they you know yeah can we, communicate we all have Dig special it. radio names oh in you our do family. Oh, that's awesome yes, we do. names um, yeah, well, yeah they all got invented <laughs> when we were on a family trip in canada and the and skiing in the rockies with uh-huh. grandparents and stuff Did um, the kids make them up yeah perfect uh, okay, my son is it. rubber ducky Okay. Um, <laughs> my daughter, whose name is Ember with an E, she's Firefox. Oh, Firefox. Oh, wow. I'm, I'm Ski Turtle. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> All right. And for some reason, I can't remember what my husband's name is right now. Are you now, a slow skier? Or? No, oh. I don't know. <laughs> Like sea, tur- I don't know. I don't know. Ski turtle, sea turtle. I have no idea. Where do kids get names? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, who knows? My my mom's mother hen. Nice. Oh, yeah. That, that's my yeah. dad, who's you got some male pattern baldness. Is bald is bald eagle. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. What about yeah. dad? What's dad? I, for some It'll reason, I, I can't. Yeah, I'll think about it. I got to dust off the last winter files in my brain. We oh, didn't. Man. We didn't use them that much this summer, but we okay. will use them in the winter a lot. It is funny that that you bring that Code up because skiing, the kids did make ski names, and yeah. I wonder if that's a ski thing. Yeah, because you're yeah. on the chairlift, or yeah. like even when we 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 don't go like extreme backcountry skiing with them, but we've been getting into backcountry. Yeah, skiing yeah. a little bit like shallow very shallow angle slopes and it's just great if you're like different speeds going up the trail or mm-hmm. whatever mm-hmm. yeah and especially winter safety like it feels like that's important yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. oh who's got sure. the food who's got the layers yeah. yeah and anytime your kid gets out of your sight it's just natural as a parent to kind of like not freak out but just get really everything pissed yeah. well or just <laughs> everything heightens awareness yeah. and, and like yeah yeah Yeah. exactly yeah we had a kind of big family like get together where it was like my parents our family of four some old friends we all like kind of met at a place and it was like 13 of us at various stages of things so it was like hey we got four of the radios (laughs) and give one to each kind of group that's sort of staying together Mm -hmm. or better yet put one on each of the kids yeah (laughs) Yeah. and then at least like and one adult at least have one so the rocky talkies are kind of like the motorola ones that were out a long time ago just on steroids and Mm -hmm. they're built like alaska tough like they're they're like you're in reach like they're they're made to like go underwater and all that and it's the best like 
if you obviously we're all going to a lot of birthday parties yeah mm. like the present because even if they already have it like, oh, oh now we yeah. have four wow you know? oh yeah, yeah. you can never have enough right yeah, yeah. and um That's a good great idea. gift idea yeah like uh, some people in like backcountry skiing have those backcountry access ones that have mm. the two parts yeah. yeah these ones apparently have as good of a range as those okay but they're like in that more robust yeah. I mean, nothing against backcountry access. They make amazing yeah. products. But just like... Those things are rugged. Yeah. yeah. I feel good about giving a kid one to play in like snow, wet, yeah. inclement yeah. weather in Alaska. Actually, run over their totally. bike. It's yeah. not going to break. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, good call on the Rocky Talkies. Those are fun. Totally. Oh, they do have the Caribbean. I just pulled it up on the... Oh, yeah. Yeah. On the TV. Yeah. I think oh, okay. Brandon had them on the ref trip this year. Not this Brandon. Brandon. I looked yeah. at you. Brandon. Brandon. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. That's so what's the mountaineering? What's the there's like another high tech one? Uh backcountry. In the ski oh, world, the, people either have backcountry access the <laughs> or they have the Rocky Talkies. Oh, okay. That's a different brand. A different brand. Gotcha, yeah, gotcha, yeah, gotcha. Yeah. And it's like a way bigger kind of thing, right? There's two parts to it. So mm-hmm. I think the idea with that is you have like the more fragile part like in your backpack and then you have this like peripheral thing that's hooked onto mm-hmm. your back closer to your mouth. Right. Whereas but these are just like, like bomber mic. robust things you yeah. just have right there. What'd you call it again? Uh, the other ones, yeah. BCA Backcountry Access. That's another brand. They oh, make that, like that's like they uh, make like avalanche, yeah, and, avalanche and, backpacks. And oh, okay, stuff. yeah. But a lot of snow machiners rock that. Yeah. So some mm-hmm. people or somebody I know had two of those and two Rocky Talkies, and they're like honestly functionally. Oh, I see. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah oh, a lot so of it connects to like a really high grade one. Oh no no, that's the thing. Okay, gotcha. Well, one, gotcha. one is like the one mic. is the walkie talkie, and the other one is like a mic. Yeah. And, and a speaker maybe combo right so like Could if, you, if so you're see like snow machiners they'll have them they'll have that in their pack and they'll have that right here so they can reach and grab it and talk right. yeah whereas the rocky talkie is just one all in one unit right there yeah yeah, yeah you see the gal see the gal right there that yeah. one yeah and she's you know kind of like a like a police officer is able to just kind of grab his walkie talkie and you know yeah, that would be a good like niner. family Christmas present to everybody in the yeah. family yeah no totally. you got my got my gears turning and all that's that. great yeah. that's great that's great um so if it's cool with all y'all, I'd like to switch gears a little bit, because um, I got we have an agenda and some things, and I'm dying to hear about. Okay, your not only maybe just I know we touched on a little bit of your intro and history, the Canadian stuff. I, I was just l- looking, been been uh, looking into you the last couple of days here, and uh, okay, your your history with material designing, mm-hmm. um, Ireland, Lululemon, like. Elaborate on this. I'm like, yeah. what? Man, <laughs> what have you like, been, uh, what have you been doing? I'm like, you work for Lululemon? Yeah, it's I'm wearing some joggers right now. Like, nice. Did you design these? Maybe I developed that fabric <laughs> back in the did. day. Maybe yeah, they still let, use a lot go, of those let's, fabrics. Let's get into that. How'd you get into material designing? Uh, okay, so undergrad was in chemistry, of all things, with a minor in business. Okay. And as a job, when I was in university, um, I worked at a Lululemon store, which turned out to be their flagship store in Vancouver, Canada. Mm. And I just nerded out big time on the product and got moved into the job that trained any new employees on product, in-store experience, etc. And I worked there before they went huge, like before they went public, right when they were starting to get like big equity investment and stuff. So it was kind of a lot of their growth had come from like grassroots stuff and it was like a real movement, mm-hmm. like exciting real fun time. time. Yeah. So fun. Um, so yeah, I worked in the flagship store and when they started hiring all these big executives from other um, big brands like Nike and Solomon and stuff, they would wow. send them 
to me at the flagship store and I would train them on the fabrics and the product and everything. And one of these people was the new incoming senior materials manager, Karen. She was like, what is your deal? Like, why do you know this much? Like, why are you such a nerd about these products? Like, what's your story? And I told her I was just like products and liked the features of them and liked the technical properties that I know about, about fabrics. And then I'm, she also was like, well, what are you studying in school? I was like, I'm about to graduate from chemistry. She's like, come for a job interview. And she hired me to be a materials developer. So basically like straight out of school, I got this awesome job at the head office at Lululemon in Vancouver and got to go to Asia and see fabric mills, be Mm. like the liaison between the designers at Lululemon that needed the basic, the different like technical properties for the products they wanted to develop. So I was like this middle person between the designer and the fabric mill. Wow. making having the fabric mill develop new fabrics for lululemon to use yeah. for future designs it was amazing and i fell in love with the industry and the fact that that was a thing that's possible and so that's like a really big foundational building block to like what i what i love in this planet what i would go on to do right now with alpine fit and all that stuff so that's that well nugget. And, and you were already out recreating um, enjoying yeah. outdoors yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and using so, gear like yeah, Patagonia so, or, or totally some like polyester materials that that perform but you probably were thinking with your yeah. mind for chemistry and design like there could be better stuff yeah. right yeah like I mentioned I started visiting and doing outdoor adventures in Alaska in 2004 mm-hmm. um, obviously I did a lot of outdoor recreation in the Vancouver British Columbia area as well um, and that time where I was a materials developer also coincided with when we did that three-week trip that I mentioned earlier. Oh, yeah. Um, And also, I left that job to go backpacking and do outdoor adventure and, and like, travel, hostel staying and stuff in South America right all around that same time. So, Uh yeah. That was a very, you know, formative time to kind of have this, like, nugget, this awesome job that I chose to leave, which was weird, but sometimes you got to do that because you only have one time in life to kind of go be be a dirtbag hostel staying backpacker. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, you know, you have to do that when when you have that opportunity, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because so. when I saw that, I'm like, wow, that's sounded like some amazing opportunities. It was, yeah. And it was it was the early stages before yeah. they blew up. Yeah, totally. Yeah, they weren't real. They were like barely in the U.S. at that time. Like they had a handful of stores, but people didn't know them like they know no, them. No, it wasn't now. mainstream. Totally. And it was like, yeah, just like we were all wedged in this like very rough around the edges head office. Like my desk was like, just like kind of like a board shoved in between other people. Like we were just wedged in there like sardines, (laughs) like not what their gigantic campus is that they would have now. Oh, it's just blown up since then. Yeah. 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 So So. do you build some good connections um, overseas and stuff? Um, Yeah. But um, we've really focused with domestic manufacturing with what we've done. So like, um, yes, but there's not, there's actually really interesting fiber suppliers that work within the U.S. Okay. They supply mills and stuff overseas as well. But yeah, okay. it was a good entryway into um, the fabrics that I've developed for us to use at Alpine Fit right, for right. sure. Yeah. Cool. And then you also asked about Ireland. I can, I can yeah, yeah. That too I, I, if you want. I was, I was, that was my next question. So <laughs> I don't need to. And if, if, I, if, you if I remember it, right, you owned a store in Ireland. Yeah. Is that right? So, um, yeah, another building block of this thing. So at, at Alpine Fit, now we offer fit options for body shapes. So in every size for men and for women, we have, um, in every size, we have more than one fit shape. So for men, we have a fit that um, is called Granite Fit, and it has more room in the waist. And we have a fit called Cinder Fit. Uh, which is supposed to be like cinder cone 
uh, it's more tapered to the waist. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Athletic then it, fit, I guess you could well, call that. Well, yeah, I mean, di- people have just different body dimensions. It doesn't necessarily yeah. have to mean athletic, non-athletic. It's just Especially like, Alaskans. We've got yeah. real interesting body yeah, styles. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> in women's, we have a fit that's, you know, more easily described as curvier or straighter, but re- basically different proportions for the bust, the waist, and the mm-hmm. hips. Is that um, the azalea? Azalea is curvier. Is that after the rapper girl? Um, No. Okay. You it's know what I'm a, talking about? Uh, No. <laughs> what? Are talking about the white girl rapper? Yeah. Oh, she's she's That's quite she's quite curvy. Okay, quite well, curvy. she would probably quite wear Azalea fit then. Yeah. <laughs> quite all of it. I named the, I named the fits after uh, right, I cur- pull her up. curvy and curvy and straight have different meanings to different people. So um, yeah. we, p- we picked Alaska Alpine wildflowers as names just because oh, I don't right, know. Okay, whatever. Okay. You got to pick a name. Yeah, that's cool. It's, I mean, it's, it's something. Definitely it's a name. They're names. It's um, it's unique and it's not as n- I didn't know azalea was a Alaskan flower. We have the alpine azalea. They're those really cool oh, little okay. tiny pink ones. Not off the Australian rapper girl. <laughs> no, not after the Australian rapper. We got her. We got her pulled okay, up here. Let's, let's get a curvy. You view. probably heard okay. some of her songs. <laughs> get a curvy shot. Yeah, uh, okay. Yeah, she's she's got some stuff going on. So anyway, that part of what we do is informed by the fact that I lived in Ireland and how I could live in Ireland for five years was by coming up with a way to have a status to stay there. Okay. Uh, mm. So my husband was studying at a school at school there and there was no status for like a spouse or whatever of a student. So I had to come up with my own like legal reason to be there or ability to be there. And I discovered that there was something called business permission. And most countries actually have this. Like if you can prove that you're going to move somewhere and contribute economically to the local economy, mm. Uh, hire locals, et cetera, and prove like that you're going to do it and then do it, you can apply for a status in Ireland called business permission. So I discovered that this brand that I liked from Canada that was bras, underwear, and swimwear, so a lingerie store, uh, a Scandinavian brand of lingerie was expanding in Ireland and they didn't have any locations in the town in Ireland we wanted to move to. So I just like cold contacted them and was like hey you don't know me i'm in my mid-20s i'm moving to galway ireland can i please like open a store and carry your stuff yeah and they were like okay (laughs) (laughs) so so, uh how that matters for the fit thing is is that brand is unique because they offer over a hundred sizes so like the band and the cup sizes Um, a lot of brands just offer like 24 or 36 sizes but offering over 100 means like every woman could get a custom like fit Mm. right out of the store so that kind of was like a really big deal fit for everyone totally Mm -hmm. and so like yeah i literally just moved to ireland rented a space hired two staff to help me stocked it with merchandise and like had a business and had a net profit in the first year and mm. thought, Hey, I could do business. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's awesome. um, It's a lot harder to start a brand from scratch. Let me tell you, but, uh, that, that is really cool. And like a bizarro side chapter of my life. And I love living in Ireland. What brand was it? Uh, the brand's called change. It's literally not in the U S at all. Oh. It's like a Scandinavian brand change of Scandinavia or change lingerie. Um, yeah, it's like a European brand. Yeah. That's rad. Yeah, it's a it's it's a thing. Yeah. And how long were you guys there? Uh, five years. All right. Yeah. So it was pretty awesome. And then yeah, we just decided like we ended up having our first kid when we lived over there, and then our second, and it was time to just be closer to family and move back and yeah. uh, pursue like jobs and stuff. Yeah. Back here. Was yeah. it hard to give that up? Uh, yeah. Let's rewind. You I sold it to a staff member of mine, so oh, it kept perfect. going. Oh, so good, I, and I good. had a little nest egg for coming back here and saving nice. for 
Uh, well, we ended up spending the nest egg on a deposit on a house in Anchorage. Yeah, because you, you, know. rest- yeah. you restarted, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, basically. Well, because yeah. let's back up. You went to school. I you went must to have school. went to a good school to, to graduate in chemistry. University of British Columbia. Okay. Sounds legit. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's real. It's, it's accredited. Real. A job with Lululemon, which yeah. t- I think it, most people listening to this would say that's a dream job. The dream job that I had at their head office was a dream job. That mm-hmm. today would probably be paying. Oh, a lot. Really I could have. Well. I could have had a really amazing like career if I had stayed on that track. It's just not what I chose to do. And then moved to Ireland, start a business. Yeah, we saved up to travel. Okay. We saved up for a lot to go travel and live like hostile life in mm-hmm. South America for four months. So we went to South America for four months. Husband got into school in Ireland while we were in South America. We're like, let's move to Ireland. <laughs> Yeah, um, wow, just free burden, and, huh? And, and then before we did that, we went, we came back up to Alaska to do that three week kayak trip. Oh, and that was he, it, huh? Yeah, line and sinker. Yeah, and then he had, he had student loans to do the school thing in Ireland. I needed to have a job and somehow locate also in Ireland. So okay, that's what we did. So I had the business and somehow made it be profitable, which is is hard to do as an actual company. Yeah, I just find it really amazing um, that you had the the, uh, uh, the courage to give up something that was probably uh, felt like a guarantee future. The uh, lemon game. That was, and that then, was tough, and but to the move. timing of it is interesting. Um, that was right in the big recession, the housing crash bubble oh, explosion. Okay, yeah. and that is twelve twenty two thousand eight nine. Okay, yeah. sorry, yeah. And it was kind of like one of those moments, like um, a lot of layoffs had to happen Mm. and people were like, not, uh, it sounds cheesy. I'm like trying to like take off the rose tinted goggles filter of this, but like Mm. in the moment it was like, okay, now's the time in your life you've saved up. You could go do this adventure. Somebody else might choose your fate by firing you if you're part of uncertainty if you're part of a layoff like i got assurances that i was good at my job and was you know on a track that i could have stayed there for a long time and grown within the company one of the most talented people they had at the time (laughs) (laughs) thank you (laughs) i'm sure that they had many more you're you're sure selling it (laughs) (laughs) thank you Uh, thank you very much Uh, okay we're done here right i'm gonna go (laughs) and shows up Um, Uh, are you blushing a little bit yeah yeah. um but yeah it was cool it was awesome i loved it but it was like you know you've got like a partner you're starting a life with you have an opportunity to go travel in South America. You've got something like the recession happening and people getting laid mm. off willy nilly, and you're like, you know, take your own life by your own horn, the by mm. the horns, and yeah. do that. It was like weird. Yeah, I, there was sure. like a serious hard choice that definitely wasn't made lightly to do that. Sure. And but do I regret traveling in South America and like having the ability to live in the moment from day to day? Like mm. I, I, I wouldn't trade that for anything. Love it. Like I, I never, I don't think I ever lived in the moment in my entire life. I think I grew up with a lot of like thinking about the future, reminiscing about the past. And when you go traveling and you're just like, you don't actually have an agenda and you're just like, I need a hustle. I need food. Yeah. Yeah. It's like survival mode kind of. Yeah. And now like Mm. when I go on vacation, I can just switch into that mode Mm. and I totally attribute it to that time. Yeah. So anyway, I don't regret it at all. But I could have gone on a different path completely. Well, another cliche, like timing's everything. Yeah. I, I you know, yeah. sometimes for better and worse. Yeah. Yeah. And and it just it lined up right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you could have stuck it out and been a little lemon bazillionaire, maybe, but like yeah, 
you wouldn't have the experiences. Yeah. And who can yeah. say they had a business in Ireland? Um, not many people. It's kind of weird. Ireland. I say it to people and they just like do not. I, I, re- I read that. I'm like, <laughs> my, do- my daughter. Uh, this girl's really interesting. What my, is going my on do- here? My daughter has an Irish passport. Oh yeah, that's Sweet. right. Yeah, yeah. So my son, who was born there and lived there for two years of his life, doesn't have an Irish passport. Oh why? Because the parents have to live there for at least two years before the kid's born. Oh wow. Yeah. I'm good. Okay. Oh wow. Uh, but then my daughter was born after we lived there for two years, so she right. gets the Irish passport. Yeah. So the kids both have Canada and U.S., and my daughter has Canada, U.S., and That's Ireland. pretty rad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my uh, my kids can get Italian and oh, Irish oh, nice. because the grandparents okay. on both sides. But they just changed something in Italy, and now the grand, one of the grandparents has to go back for like six months or something because okay. it's been so long. Okay. And I think he's going to do it. Yeah, he they should do it. still have tons of family there. Yeah, so. do it. Yeah, I don't have any of that, so... So when did you move to Anchorage? 2014. 2014. Mm-hmm. And then that was when you started with Scoop? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. How yeah. was, was that? Because I know that was pretty also small. A, also a dream job. Yeah. Yeah, it was awesome. Um, yeah, I just moved here and was like, is there any outdoor companies? Are there any cool head offices of cool companies that I could work at? I don't know what I should do here. Like, we've got two little kids. I need a job. Like, Yeah. <laughs> um, and actually, it was kind of funny. I... Went to Kaladi Brothers, like, coffee. We were living, um, like, by the Tudor Muldoon curve. And went mm-hmm. to Tudor Kaladi there and was just like, oh, this is a cool company, locally roasted coffee. Maybe I should try to work at this company's head office. So I went and applied there, and they were like, you would be a good fit for the company that has offices downstairs called Scoop. <laughs> 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 and so they literally were like, "You sh- here you go. And then, yeah, I just, like, had an interview with them and... Uh, an outdoor apparel company that has head offices here. It was a great fit. So I basically... I didn't know they had head offices Yeah, here. so they're designers in Sweden, but their whole North American operations are here in Anchorage, Alaska. So like uh, production ordering, sales, um, like wholesale fulfillment, all that stuff is in Anchorage. Oh, that's yeah. cool. Yeah, and they used to be in the Kaladi Brothers, um, you know, the Brayton head office. Their mm-hmm. office used to be mm-hmm. in that building. They're not there now. They're downtown, but... Wonder why they chose here. Uh... Here's where you can sell down puffy skirts. Yeah, yeah. yeah for sure. Like yeah. I mean, I think every lady, like every sure. woman yeah. in Alaska sure. has one. Yeah, it's a, sure. yeah. yeah it, there was a like a history connection of uh, CC, the designer in Sweden, and Osa, who owns the U.S. side of the business. Mm-hmm. Um, they were like old college roommates. So oh, she went okay. over and was like, what are these skirts? We could use these in Anchorage, Alaska. Yeah. She's from Sweden. Uh-huh. Um, and she, I guess, brought like 10 skirts over, sold them to a few people, brought 100 skirts over, sold those. And yeah. then was just like, okay, I guess we're, yeah. we're selling guess scoops. We're doing this. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, they've been, I, I don't, I think the company's been around since 1998, but not in the U.S. since 1998. Okay. Uh, but yeah, I just like got a job there and everyone who works there kind of wears a lot of different hats. So I was like going to the outdoor retailer trade show and, you know, communicating with the reps and getting you know Man, all the rei like orders fulfilled and stuff like that training that just like led yeah to what you did they're, they're building blocks yeah. yeah let's take a break and then we'll jump right into it okay big race the alaskan outfitter committed to outfitting alaskans across the state since 1947 whether you're a recreator parent guide or corporate buyer big race has the gear you need tailored for alaska's harsh conditions at big race you'll find brands like carhartt grundens darn tough fxd okiwear and more 
Big Race is your one-stop shop for both outdoor gear and rugged work attire. Check out their new exclusive line of durable but affordable waders, inspired by and named after the majestic Aralik River in remote western Alaska. The Aralik wader was designed by Alaskans and proven for the diverse waters of the last frontier. Visit Big Rays at any of their five locations statewide, two in Anchorage, two in Fairbanks, one in Kodiak, or check them out online at BigRays.com. Tailored Restoration, helping Alaskans turn disasters into new beginnings since 1972. Their 24-hour services include fire, water, mold, post-emergency cleaning, and repairs. Tailored built its reputation with years of committed and reliable service to the community with innovative restoration and home remodeling. When you have an unexpected home issue at the most improbable time, Tailored has an emergency response number with trained professionals available to help you anytime, day or night. Tailored Restoration has locations to serve you in Anchorage, Eagle River, Matsu, or Fairbanks. Give them a call at 907-344-1239 or make an appointment today at tailoredrestorationalaska.com. Total Truck, Alaska's premier supplier for custom automotive accessories and Overlander products. If you want to customize your vehicle, talk to the team at Total Truck where you'll find their expertise along with top brands such as ARE, RSI Smart Caps, Goose Gear, Eye Camper, Front Runner, Rigid Lights, Rhino Lining Bed Liners, and everything you need to outfit your truck or SUV. Want to turn your truck into a sleeping option? They have rooftop tents, custom camping equipment, electronics, and solar energy packages to keep you powered up deep in the backcountry. Stop by their store location on Dowling between the new and old Seward Highway or check them out at TotalTruckAK.com. Like a fingerless, fingerless glove Okay, would be a good option. Okay. Um, and maybe not crazy... Uh, not crazy in terms of design and, and then a price point that people can still buy it and you can move product. Interesting. Um, I, I, I say that because I, I was just out on a archery bear hunt with my buddy uh-huh. this last uh, Monday, uh, day, before, day after yesterday, whatever, Monday, this week. And I had bought some Sitka gloves that are like really tight and they have like a pad on the front where you can actually like touch your phone use and your device use your yeah. device yeah. yeah and he was like yeah i, I roll this fi- these fingerless wool gloves okay and i'm like oh my god that would be perfect and i'm sure there's already like tons of guys that hunt archery are and they do this in like a like a I, like a liner or they like, thick, a me- like a medium, medium. okay not thick not yeah, thin but in between so yeah. you still have warmth yeah but you still have the functionality of your hands with the finger yeah. and then to be able to draw the yeah. bow and and yeah. you know and still use your fingers and yeah you know, knock an arrow and do all the things and, and yeah. grab your little clips for your binos or whatever you're doing. Yeah. Um, that I think would be cool. Uh, yeah. A great option. How and often, how long are your hands active versus you want them maybe covered? That's a great question. And I, oh man, it's a really great question. I just think it depends on the activity. Mm-hmm. If you're riding a piece of equipment, a four wheeler or something, mm-hmm. probably 50, 50, if not yeah. maybe more. Um, covered and then because you could kind of do like a flap style if mm-hmm. you wanted to mm-hmm. kind of think those are dorky sure um and i i guess i have a pair of those yeah i do too and i have i have some uh, i have some the other ones to, yeah, yeah they are, they're I, I, yeah the they're, yeah. they're great but they're in the way they're yeah. in the way yeah and well, that's more, why, more than that's they why are I'm functional if they should be liner weight so you can put them inside a thicker glove yeah. or you got it yeah yeah like that right 
I've hundred percent went to like the maxi flex, you know, those like real thin work gloves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm yeah. talking about? They, yeah. they breathe on the outside, they rubber on the inside. And so they end yeah. up being like a liner for your other gloves that were yeah. great for bow hunting that you can hike in them. They're easy yeah. to come off. They're not cold when they're wet. Oh, that's it, good. You know, and then you can bring like three pairs, you know, mm-hmm. so okay. they, and they dry out pretty quick. So something okay. that is more built for the outdoors than those would yeah. be. And I have an idea, but maybe we can talk about it after. Okay. Off the mic. I love those ideas. Yeah, because there's there's something that I want, and my buddy had one, and I'm like, dude, why doesn't anybody in Alaska make these? Okay. And I think might have found our lady. Okay. So we'll talk about that off the mic. But, yeah, that, um, what else was I thinking? Uh, Socks. Obviously, there's a lot of great sock companies and brands and things out there, but I love good socks yeah nice the, the and you either shitty socks or good socks it's like yeah. one or the other there is yeah. no in between that's man. correct you the know. base layers so we make we're, we obviously Crispy. specialize in base layers and yeah. we specialize in odor resistant base yes. layers mm-hmm. um so we have merino wool but we also have a base layer fabric that's the one i i, I developed our merino wool fabric also to be slightly more durable and it's responsible wool standard merino wool that's a whole other topic uh-huh. oh, okay. but the, the really bomber odor resistant fabric we d- I developed it to have silver in the fiber of the fabric, so it's not a chemical that will wash out over time. The silver's permanently in the fiber of the fabric. Mm. It's a synthetic, so synthetic usually means extra stinky. Yeah. Um, so yeah. it's recycled poly with the silver fiber in it. Mm-hmm. Um, so mm. it's quick drying, like you want from a synthetic, right. but it has like a, you can feel it, soft cottony feeling, so it doesn't yeah. feel cold to the touch or clammy. Um, and the silver makes it literally inhibit the growth of odor-causing bacteria. Oh, that's awesome. So it continually, for like a week or even two weeks of continuous sweating, mm-hmm. continually works to reduce resist the body odor. That's awesome. That just wow. like our bodies want to do. Yes. Yeah. So um, I guess a question for you guys that are hunters, we offer this green shade, but we don't yet do a camo print mm-hmm. in Alaska. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't do it? No. Don't need it? Nah. Especially on, yeah. on a Go just with the gray. Yeah. Okay, wait. It's everyone talked at once. What? Uh, <laughs> I think everyone said not camo. Okay. Well, I don't currently make camo. Yeah, yeah. No, I wouldn't do camo. I would do like natural colors that like Earthy. go well, like go well in color, go well in different seasons. So yeah. like in the fall, you have like reds, you have the yellows yeah. and that kind of stuff. So you want to have some like a light brown kind mm-hmm. of thing mm-hmm. or like a gray would work then yeah and then like, like the same kind of gray as your thing there or oh this is a little bright yeah that one's bright okay yeah and then i think that like in the in the summer you'd want something that is like greenish brown greenish i'd say brown. even some maybe like the colors under your hat yeah which is camo for everyone who can't. See. <laughs> yeah, but I'm saying like just choose like one of those browns. Yeah, just teasing. Yeah. So if I could just real throw, light earthy. Okay, so we have like olive drab, which is very yeah. greenish brown. You yeah. Got like a gunmetal, which is a grayish, darkish blue, more gray but like dark. Okay. Uh, and then a like dirt brown. Uh, maybe a little bit more toward mud, so it's like like darker. Alaska dark colored mud. Or I, like I just those are mud. those are to me like earthy tones. Glacial mud would be more clay. That'd probably be yeah. more like the gunmetal. Okay, okay. Action going on there, but okay. If I could just relate Alaskan color to the earthy tone, I'm thinking olive drab, dirt mm-hmm. mud, mm-hmm. and gunmetal gray. Mm-hmm. 
so solids are love those cars great though solid so like car. adding like the heathered yeah like you the have is better yeah. than solid. and then you know like if you ever find a flannel that meets yeah. those colors that's the hardest person to see okay it, like if you're spotting for your friends like okay. they're harder to see than the camo people what do you mean a flannel just you know like a flannel yeah like color earthy tones but oh, earthy the, tones when the, in a plaid like a plaid it, yeah mm -hmm. plaid oh interesting yeah plaid okay. earthy is so hard to find because it's okay. not solid yeah um so a lot of the guys that we hunt with like just have old wool shirts that are just earthy tones and you just can't find them okay yeah so well and base layers are underneath everything so in yeah. Alaska, there's no need yeah. to have that camo that's yeah. always kind of silly to me even though i have lots of base layers that are camo but that's yeah. the only way they designed yeah. it. But well, it's just because you, you're not really hunting in the base layer. So why is it camel? You always have something else. Like I, yeah. I would it. say, Jen, mm -hmm. is that I don't know, maybe outside of Kuyu, and Sitka's got a couple designs, no one has really made the most badass Alaskan true camo that yeah, that's origin's what I've heard. pretty good, dude. Origin's pretty solid. Or yeah, okay, I a, okay. I, I have an origin point. jacket, and it was pretty good. I, okay. I'm more referring to let's like go basic shit, like mossy oak and all that other yeah. shit. We don't okay. have, we're not like white-tailed deer hunters up here. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. We don't have the same vegetation. Yeah. yeah. I'm talking like willows, willows and alders yeah. and yeah. tussocks in September. Yeah. August and September. September. That yeah. sounds like a good name of a print or a song or a band yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, or yeah. an album, an album, yeah. tussocks in September. Yeah. yeah. That's a really good one. It feels like it would be like a, a reggae band maybe. <laughs> tussocks in September. Um, I <laughs> mean, the, because band. the Kuyus and Sitkas do really well in the Alpine in the mountains. Okay. Like some of the Yuku and Kuyu and Sitka stuff in say like Brooks Ranges fucking spot on yeah i mean okay. i've taken pictures of daniel laying there on a rock and like you can't even see him he's so cool. camoed in it's crazy their design right. but i'm talking about the 2500 foot moose hunter in september yeah who's got the uh, the the variations of those different colors and, and vegetation that i haven't really seen anybody design a camo I know First Light had some cool shit. Origins is nice. Uh, yeah. Actually, Chad was rocking Origins fleece this uh, Monday. Nice. That I think the plaid's nice a better idea. Yeah, the plaid would be great. Because then you could wear mm -hmm. it yeah. to the club. Too. Yeah, you mm -hmm. want to be able to wear your clothes around. And that's what I like about yeah. the Origin design. It doesn't look that camo-y. Like, okay. it's a modern camo. It is. Yeah. It um, is. Yeah. But old school at the same time, in a way. Nice. Where, where it kind of looks like, man, what kind of camo design is that? But that's what they rocked in the 60s and 70s, and that cool. shit worked. Yeah. yeah. The, you know, bringing some of that vintage back. The other, like, the biggest gap for, like, outdoor clothing is yeah. quiet. Quiet. So, yeah. Like, all I really these think guys. a lot about the quiet, like, especially yeah. we make a pant for women called bushwhacking leggings. Yeah. And those are nice. I have to get my wife some of those. You should. Yeah. Um, I want to ask you about those later, okay. too. Yeah. I like Sorry, I kind of feel like I cut you off, but no, totally no. when we were looking I for fabrics off, for that, it was like, okay, we actually cut that fabric cross grain uh -huh. because it gives the greatest direction of stretch, but also it's quieter okay. rubbing this way. Yeah. It's going to rub. It's yeah. quieter that way than straight mm -hmm. of grain. So yeah. if you're rubbing um, your legs together, it's not... Exactly. Yeah. Okay. And like it was a bushes. Yeah, it was a huge consideration for just even which fabric to pick in the first mm. place. And then mm. also like part of the direction of how to actually cut it and assemble it into the garment right. was okay. like how quiet it is. That's pretty cool. Do you have any underwear in the silver? Not yet, but we're working on it. That. That would yeah. be dope. If you yeah. want anybody Men's to prototype underwear. it, okay. oh I'm down. Right. Yeah, All right. Okay, we we're talking about like a it. boxer brief style? Yeah, yeah. boxer okay. brief. Long, long down to almost the, I thought you the said bottom. Thong. No. Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean, you get you, you get enough scotch. But a little, like a little thicker <laughs> than the, a little thicker than the. Uh, long, but how? 
How long? Than the smart wool ones. Like like right Those above are the like, knee. Man, you get any kind of like scratching on that, they're done. Because uh, I like the yeah. compression yeah. around the 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 thigh. Yeah. Sure. Where it's down all the way down to above your knee. I kind of like it, and then that low. Mm. Yeah, because like the first light ones. No. Yeah, I like it here. Let me let me you tell you well why. Let me tell you, let me. I know. Let me tell you I'm why. Listening. Because I rock a tall sock that goes right below yeah. my knee, and it's almost like having the and other I layer. Just, all I have is that gap between is my kneecap. Yeah. And, and so if I don't want to wear a base layer, yeah. and it's, you know, you're getting started early in the mm. morning. It's cool. Now it's going to get to. Okay. It's going to get hotter. Yeah. I don't want a base layer, so I'll yeah. kind of suffer through the morning of being a little more chilly. Typically, maybe you're hiking around more, so yeah. you're not feeling it. Yeah. Mid afternoon, you're now sitting. Who makes lasting the first light ones? Well, like just this just Monday, I was wearing a um, uh, 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 um, uh, the the socks. Um, Buffalo, no, uh, darn tough, darn tough, uh, hunter socks. So it's a medium merino wool, yeah, all the way up to the bottom of the knee, and I just got some stone glacier merino boxers. Oh, those go, go, th those go down like right here. Mm. So okay. I, I mean, I'd say like four or five inches was exposed from the bottom of the shin up above my kneecap. And I mean, I, okay. So now for the record, I did put a Sitka poly poly gene, I think is yeah. their brand Yeah, where they, that, that's what they use to combat odor, but it doesn't work that long. It's because it's a chemical and mm -hmm. what they do is, is they just basically launder the fabric mm -hmm. in it, and then it means oh. it will wash out. It yeah. will wash out when you sweat in it. It'll wash out when mm -hmm. it gets rained on, and it'll mm -hmm. wash out when you launder it. And it's it does just work. not a permanent technology. It does wow. work for like two hard trips. Yeah. And then I noticed, uh, so this is the third or fourth time I've worn them yeah. at extended period of time. Yeah. Like just Monday, they got stinky. Yeah. I was like, oof. Yeah. That was only a day. Yeah. That's why it's like, I think it's kind of just a joke it's just a sales gimmick if it's not I'm a permanent sure. technology yeah. mm -hmm. and i mean like you know it's maybe okay for that? sorry can i feel that oh fabric this yeah. is the silver one yeah this is poly yep with silver yeah. infused yeah. You, that, yeah, you can say infused, but technically it's like co-extruded in the fiber. Co-extruded? Mm -hmm. Go ahead and write that real. down. Uh, I'll I, edit I've it got, I've got silver infused. I'm going to edit that to <laughs> co- We might have to, I'm going to have to spell check that later. Co-extruded. Did you make up that word just no, now? No, that's, the, that's oh, okay. the technical term. You are a chemist, so I believe that's true. you. Okay. Yeah. What, what about doing like a sleeping bag liner with that? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. shit. Yeah. Jack, good one. Yep. Um, I haven't done it yet. Thank you for mentioning that because I keep bringing it up as an idea. And it's not clothing, so it seems like uh, outside of our wheelhouse. But it is a piece of gear that you need and you need on a lot of different types oh, of adventures. And like part of like we have manufacturing here in Anchorage. And it makes sense to make many different things from the same base raw materials. Sure. Especially that you're going to deliver to the same customers. Mm -hmm. Just like as a, you know, it's more efficient economies of scale of bringing up the raw materials and everything so okay yeah one more notch in the like, positive column you know that. some mm -hmm. of our sleeping bags are getting used like you know whatever yeah, 90 it's, days a year and you don't they get wash it, like, sticky yeah. and it's yeah oh, like a ten day nasty, moose hunt yeah. or sheep hunt it, yeah. it's like if we could get like a really thin layer yeah they you know it and i would say that it, it does it would be um it the bottom would be open 
Okay. So, so it would almost be like, like a, a tube, sh- right? So okay. your feet could go out of it. Oh, the bottom end. Is yeah, the bottom stuff. end. Yeah, so it's, yeah. it's a tube. It's like a giant yeah. neck gator for your whole body. Yeah, there you exactly. Go. Okay. Exactly. Sleeping gator. Yep. <laughs> the sleeping gator. It would be awesome. <laughs> so the, I love that. I'm writing write it down. down. The sleeping down. gator. Yeah. Sleeping gator. Yeah. <laughs> is that, is that I hope like, I can understand uh, this. Is that like a hunter's... Snuggie, yeah, <laughs> yeah. but you yeah. could put a little yeah. draw. Yeah, you could put a little draw cord on the end, so like yeah. when your yeah. feet oh, are you cold, could you can draw yeah. cord it. Yeah, okay. that won't ever happen to me, but yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, I, have, I have hot feet. We we've been dealt okay. with this problem before. Have you tried the uh, down quilts yet, as opposed to a sleeping bag? I I haven't um, I like bought a down quilt like that, but I bring my like if I'm camping on the road <laughs> system, I yeah. just bring my down comforter from the house okay. and sleep with that. Okay. Yeah, we in go, the arpot. Yeah, we or a tent. It's got flowers and shit on it. You bring the down blanket yeah. in a tent. Oh yeah, it's way better than a sleeping bag. Really? Yeah, it sounds way better. It is better. Yeah, we got. He just the, brings a bedding off of his home bed. That's yeah. exactly <laughs> right. You just bring the twin yeah. size in the back of the truck. No, it's bed king size. Yeah, yeah. talking about but the mattress. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, yeah, that'd be dope. Yeah, <laughs> the yeah, two yeah. man. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, the down quilts are pretty awesome. If yeah. you like sleeping with like a. Like we enlightened equipment makes a couple. Yeah. Uh, we have a single one and we have a double one now, okay. which is amazing. Mm-hmm. And it's so like if you have an insulated sleeping mat already, um, it's enough, right? Yeah, yeah. You don't and, need and then at the Alpine Fit sleeping bag liner that we're gonna yeah, make. That's right. Um, but yeah, it's amazing because you know your legs have so much more freedom. Um, you can buckle the sides on little clips, like mm-hmm. a little bungee you can put around your mm. sleeping pad, so you can keep the sides clamped down to your pad yeah. when you. That's cool. When you need to. But in like the different temperatures that you have and like whatever, just being able to kick it off in the night or at least just the freedom of being able to move your legs around and your body around is is lovely. We have one that's the Whoopi, the Kafaru Whoopi one. Mm. That's what that is. And that's just like the motorhome or TV like blanket. Okay. That's cool. Yeah, Yeah, because I kind of, one thing that I feel like that's missing from my day pack and I was really kind of assessing this as I was preparing for my little day trip this this last um, uh, Monday, yeah. um, I got my puffies. I've got you know my gloves. I got my hat. I got you know, I got all these pieces for my day trip. But what I really want is uh, like I have the space blanket. I have like the sure. SOS emergency, you yeah. know. But I like one where I could just like throw it on while I'm glassing, or mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. you know I don't want to put puffies on, but it's you know, but I just need something to like just cover yeah. up. You need a scoop That's, skirt. Yeah. No, well, one, no like I, going I to these baseball them, games in the fall. The women in my okay. life. Yeah. 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 No, but they yeah. Made, they have made so men's jealous, ones too. I'm so jealous of my wife, man. She I was talking about the kilt. Oh, yeah. the kilt. Yeah. Oh, shit. You got to make it in Scottish Co- colors. Yeah, kind okay. of manly. Yeah, maybe pleated, plaid. 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 Yeah. 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 Can it have some silver infused? Got to. It's got to. It's got to have the silver. Co-extruded. I'm really curious how that feels on the bod. This? Yeah. You should come we got to come by the store. Yeah, we got to come, come by the store. Yeah. Come by our workshop. Now that I know you're there, okay. yeah. I'm going to so be like, all right, Kevin, I'm going to go next door. Yeah, so you yeah. guys all shop at Barney Sports Chalet. We have a little shop within a shop inside AK Cycle Chic, which is literally attached to Barney Sports Chalet. So yeah. 908 West Northern Lights. But you can also mm-hmm. and probably should come to our workshop space, which is at 700 West 41st oh, people, Avenue. Come in there? Yes, we're there weekdays, oh, okay. Monday to Friday, and you can see like the sewing machines, the fabric rolls. Should we come stuff. do a little That's video cool. there? Definitely. That'd be cool. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, let's do it. Yeah, but yeah, you can try on the shirts. We have the stuff in stock. Okay, All right. no you obligation it. to buy. Just try it on, feel the fabric. 
I think you need to tell us how you started in the business now. Oh, yeah. Okay. Perfect. I was well, to hear the origin Jack. story. Oh, man. But we talked about bits and pieces of it already. Yeah. That's okay. the breadcrumb trail. Where's okay. the where's the destination? So you were at okay. the Swoop or Scoop. <coughs> Scoop. Yeah. And then. So, yeah, I was at Scoop. Had a great job. I love whatever. It's It's great. But when you've maybe been an entrepreneur already, you kind of have this, like, call, like, oh, I could own my own thing, do my yeah, own thing. that's right. So I made another tough decision to leave another great job um, because I had these ideas percolating that what is, like I love long adventures. We've already talked about that. And I've spent a lot of time on long adventures thinking about the things that I love about and do not love about the very tiny kit of gear you have yeah. with you on those trips. Mm. And so we I love- set out to refine this. I set out and I always- borrowed products from other outdoor activity or not even mm. like yoga and running mm-hmm. and stuff to like gotcha. piece together these, this actual ultimate kit for the things I like to do right? Mm. and combine the fibers that I like to do with the character or like to have with the characteristics I like to have. So anyway, full, it all... Just go full geek on it? I nerded out. Yeah. I went to the fabric mill and fiber level and I met with this... Anyway, it's Can all about... Can I just about, pause you real quick? Yes. I tried to look in that one time. Oh. Oh. Dude, got to be a chemist. Oh my god, you have to be a chemist, and you right? have to be like tough you have to know what you're looking for. You got to like call them and be like, "Hi, I'm nobody with no company with nothing. Mm-hmm. Can you please take me seriously? And can we develop a fabric together?" Yeah, <laughs> and they're like, and they don't just send you like the, a little bit. The minimum's right? ten thousand yards. We yeah. won't talk to you unless it's ten thousand yards, you know, kind of thing. So anyway, I set out to like well, meditate. Check my checking account. I don't <laughs> know how much is it? Like the ultimate shirt. Like the one shirt you need for a week long adventure is kind of like what I was really stuck on. I was like, okay, we do backpacking, we do like a long cross- sleeve top. Well, I just do all mm. these things. I do yes, you get wet, ultimately. You get dirty, I I do pack rafting with a dry suit on. I do mm. um, you know cross country skiing, downhill skiing, travel, all these things. And it's like, oh, on all of these, I'm always bringing some sort of long sleeve shirt. Mm-hmm. And it's usually the same one mm. that yeah. I've kind of, or one or two, like what is the ultimate thing that I could have in this? And I love merino wool. I could have, I always say this like more recently, I could have, I could have had a whole business with just merino wool, but there's a million guys out there doing merino wool. Right. Yeah. And I love merino wool, but I actually don't love wearing it in the summer. Some people do. Um, mm-hmm. But I kind of had this idea of what's this other like non-wool base layer that's the year round Alaska adventure layer. And so, like, I kind of meandered on a couple different fabric developments, got in touch with a couple different fibers that I was interested in, got them to take me seriously, and figured out how to, like, pay the minimum fees and get the serious conversations to start actually developing a fabric. Yeah. And so, like, literally, I developed one different fabric, which I'm not going to tell you about because uh, that may come to fruition in the future. Okay. Ooh. We'll talk about Can it on the, the next podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, we'll yeah. talk about it on yeah. the next yeah. podcast. Yeah. That, it, it may never happen, I'll tell you someday. But, like, I had this first idea, and it failed bad. But I got, like, I had to order by the pound. I had to order, like... 50 pounds of this fabric. I was like, uh-huh. how much what? fabric is 50 pounds of fabric? Like, what is that? I mean, I know now, but like, it's not is it a box? It's not that much. It's not that much. It's a box. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> it's like, um, a- is it all one? 
in this case, it was one long piece that was still in a tube because it was a circular knit. Okay. So they knit it in a circle, and sometimes they cut that circle in half so it's flat so it can be on a roll. Mm. This was literally a tube of fabric shoved in a box from some like random fabric mill that I had found that would make this fabric for me. Yeah. And so I got this box of fabric, and I'm like, okay, well, I need to make it into a shirt. Yeah. So I like reawakened my 12-year-old self sewing skills, <laughs> got a little like serger sewing machine off of Craigslist. Uh-huh. And got a home sewing long sleeve shirt pattern and sewed a shirt. And then I made one for me and I made one for Hale. And we did a two-week kayaking trip, kid-free. We already had the kids, but the kids didn't come with us. Uh, We kayaked in Prince William Sound. Um, We went from Whittier. We went down to like um, Nellywan Glacier and then back up and across over to Valdez. So we took these two shirts on that. And the shirts failed. They Uh failed. (laughs) They got snagged. They got like, (laughs) yeah, they just like, they bagged out. They were like, just stinks. It didn't stink. It didn't (laughs) stink. It didn't stink. So there's still potential there. It didn't stink, but it wasn't terrible. It checked one box. It checked the most important box. Yeah, no. When you're sleeping in a two person tent for two weeks with someone. Well, maybe durability is probably number one one but second is odor because I, I yeah uh, I mean I mean that's what that's for debate durability is a deal breaker yeah uh the odor was the thing I was focused on so there's potential there so one day All maybe right. we'll get that well, one. If you've anyway. ever shared a teepee with Stitchko Bjorn Stitchko who okay. wears Under Armour underwear okay. on a, on a oh sheep hunt God. okay full gag off <laughs> yeah I'm like okay. you gotta throw those fucking boxers away bro Oh, uh, nice, mm, nice. Yeah. I, I look forward that, to not ever doing that. Probably a Patreon <laughs> story. We'll get to that later. So anyway, I like it's literally graphic. was like, okay, well, this is failing. And I knew about this silver fiber from my Lululemon days. Yeah. And so I was like, mm. this is a U.S.-based company. I know they invented it here. Like, I don't know. I'm just going to like write an email that's like, hi, you don't know me. I used to work at Lululemon. I'm familiar with your fiber because of that time. Please take me seriously, blah, blah, blah. And they were like, oh, you're in Alaska. We're Our, our West Coast sales reps are going to be nearby Seattle. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. <laughs> like in a month. It's nearby as it gets. In a month. Um, if you're serious about this, you're probably going to want to go have a meeting. And I'm like, okay, I have to yeah. fly to Seattle mm-hmm. if I want to pursue this idea. Like this is just, this is getting yeah. more expensive. Mm. You're, getting, but, you're getting in the but, weeds. But this is, this is what I got to do. So I like literally, you know, luckily we have Alaska Airlines credit card, air miles. Yeah, like yeah. Not that wind. far. Yeah, not that far. Yeah. I don't even know if I stayed overnight or if I, I might have done it in a twenty-four Whoa. like a day. You like can yeah. do you can do a Seattle day trip. Yeah, I, I should look back <laughs> at my I, for <laughs> the sake of my like future, like being an old woman telling stories. I should probably look up if we did it in one day or that'll be the big fish version of that yeah, story yeah. eventually. Yeah. But I, I like flew down sure. there. Yeah, I so. met up with like the fabric textiles designer and the CEO of their company was also there. And so I'm like having coffee being like this person that's like, <laughs> I have an idea for a company, but I need your fiber to do it. Yeah. And yeah, they took me seriously because I freaking showed up in Seattle. Yeah. Um, and, and your background had to help though. It helped. It helped I mean, for sure. because you were legit. You've been in the game. Yeah. yeah. And I have like serious imposter syndrome. Like I always am like, oh, I'm not ready. And it's yeah. like, not good enough, whatever. But like when I decide that I'm ready, I'll like really stick myself out and okay. my neck out in a big way and be like, take me seriously. I'm serious about this. Mm. Mm. You so, show them the video of you backflipping with a snowboard on yeah like <laughs> yeah. a shirt rip in your legs. <laughs> I need a better shirt um, just back, back checking the hockey game with a slapper yeah, from yeah, the blue hip, line yeah I'm yeah. serious okay hip, hip checks let's go yeah, exactly <laughs> that's a Don Cherry quote right there that um, was good that was, that good. was a good one I watched way too many Rock'em Sock'em videos <laughs> courtesy of my brother um anyway 
yeah, so I got it done to like get that fiber and fabric and whatever. I'm taking a long time to tell this part of the story, but basically no, it was perfect. all about having the fabric. Right. And I got them to take me seriously. I got them to connect me with a fabric mill in the U.S. that would work with, was certified to work with this fiber. And then the next step is, is you've got to get them to take you seriously to develop a fabric that doesn't exist yet. Yeah. And so I had to like literally make the phone call where they're like, we'll only talk to you if you're going to order 10,000 yards. And yep. I was like, I'll order 10,000 yards eventually. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. we'll get there. You, you, it was probably more like, do you sell 50 pounds? Yeah. 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 <laughs> I deal in pounds of fabric. Let's, uh, let's compromise here. Yeah. So um, anyway, yeah. Were you so, able to just get a certain amount each year then of that 10,000? Um, so they want you to be serious. It's like just like their filter. Sure. Um, but it turns out like, and anyone who's like looking to develop um like I'll yeah. give this advice to anyone who's trying to like get into this. There are ways around it. They have a surcharge schedule, which mm. means like if you don't meet the minimums for this, there's like a fee to pay yes. to do yeah. it. Okay. Right. And it's like once that. you once they take you seriously a little, that you can have the peek behind the curtain. That's like, oh yeah, yeah, of course, if you're willing to pay for stuff, yeah, which yeah, they'll wave they'll wave some of those. Yeah, things. and of course, like it, at first, at for the first development roles, like yeah, I had to pay like a five hundred dollar development fee. And another, like, a couple different setup charges for them setting up the machines. Sure. But it was like, okay, I'm ordering a 90-yard roll of fabric, um, you know, that's, you know, whatever price it was at the time per yard. And then you add up all these little fees to get that first fabric to exist. It was only going to end up being, like, an extra 3 or $4 per yard, mm. which is some amount, but it's not yeah, astronomical. Right. Like, it's not, like... Um, you know, I I had planned and saved to start this. That was like within the realm of like a startup expense. Totally. Yeah, it was it was in your threshold. Yeah, like I mean, when I hear about my friends that are in food businesses, um, like the machines that you need for some of the yeah. stuff you got to try to make, or like yeah, you got to pull out a second mortgage on that shit. Yeah. So yeah. in terms of that kind of thing, it was actually relatively easy, sort sort of. Just yeah. you had to like really put yourself out there and be willing to do that. So yeah, we got the first fabric roll and then it was like, okay, I got to make this into something that actually fits so that I can see if it bags out and is durable and whatever. And it passed all that testing. It was amazing. And then it just kind of like snowballed from there. I had to move beyond getting using the little home sewing serger. I wanted to start working on the fit shapes mm -hmm. and I've got a reconditioned flat lock sewing machine, which makes like the really flat seam oh, that's right. like flat on the front yeah. and yeah. on the back. Right. Like they What's see that in called? Flat lock. Flat lock. Yeah, you see it on like Lululemon leggings mm -hmm. or any yep. of your, you know, higher end base layers and stuff like that. Like, like Potentially. Like that one? Uh, that one is not, but like if that was a next to skin fit, they would have used this because Oh, because whatever. you don't want that rubbing on the skin. Exactly. It. So okay. it's like a, you know, a lower chafing kind of seam. Got it. Um, anyway, I found a reconditioned one. Very important on boxer briefs, by the way. Yes. They would be, Fairy. if Alpine Fit makes a boxer brief of any length and seam, it will have flat lock I'm seams. feeling yeah. like you're going to make it. Yeah. I'm anyway. about it. Yeah. So uh, I got this reconditioned machine and was getting shipped here and we lived in a little split level house and there was no way we could get a 400 pound machine right. into the house. Mm -hmm. And our garage was like a little single car garage, like wedged full with all of our toys, oh, yep. outdoor stuff. <laughs> so I rented like a windowless workshop that was 12 by 20 in Midtown and got that delivered there and started making samples. And then that snowballed into, we can make samples. We can make product for sale. Mm. Yep. Da, 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 Start da, da, and then mm -hmm. I got, I got a last minute cancellation right after the, um, 
the 2018 earthquake, that's right when I was like just designing and developing. And I put some stuff in September 2018, Anchorage Design Week at the mm-hmm. museum. And some of my like really early, you know, stuff sold at Anchorage Design Week. And I was like, oh, people are going to like this. This yeah. is cool. Yeah. And the earthquake happened, what, in October of 2018? November. November. Mm-hmm. And that messed up one of these sales market, like one of those maker markets events weekends. Uh-huh. And because of that, they had Compromised canc- the venue or something? No, they or? had cancellations because they moved the weekend. So they had cancellations. Oh. Mm. So then I had like this semi-viable product like two weeks before that event was going to happen. Um and well, viable product, but like not a lot of it, yeah. you know, like semi-assembled viable product. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then we got to spot a booth at that. And I was like, okay, I went into full, like what we called at the time makers market mode and just like sewed a ton of stuff, had a rack and a display. And then we sold like a couple thousand dollars worth of stuff at that nice. market. Wow. And it was like, oh, right. okay. Not only are we doing this, we're making, we're made in Alaska. Like, yeah, it goes a long yeah. way. And yeah, so that was kind of fun. Yeah. And then when did you get the shop? So the shop, the workshop mm-hmm. or the store? No, the workshop. Uh, the workshop. So we're in the same. Was the workshop before the store? So yes. Okay. So the little 12 by 20 windowless warehouse space was in Arctic Business Park, which we're actually in now. Okay. We just moved one building over. So yeah. like mm-hmm. we were in that tiny space. When I say we at the beginning, it's me. But you say we, so yeah. you can get taken seriously by right. fabric. <laughs> Yeah, mills. Sure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, but I did start having like Huge team because you got to like, you need people <laughs> to sew stuff, <laughs> um, and I have awesome people. Like we have a lean dream team. Um, nice. But yeah, so we were in that tiny, tiny space, and I did have like my first first employee there. Uh-huh. And then somebody that was like an electrician was moving out of a really cool bigger space in the next building over that had like you know the garage door, the windows. And the, yep. the mezzanine thing. Yeah. And I was like, if you ever move, we want your space. Yeah. And they moved. And like, we moved in the winter. I just like dragged that 400 <laughs> piece, yeah. uh, pound piece of equipment yeah. on a snow, on a pallet yeah. across the parking lot, like with like a harness. One, like, two, yeah, three. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. One, two, yeah. three. And, yeah, exactly. You brought the Alaska pup. <laughs> yeah. 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 She, she wasn't, oh, she was, she was a, ba- she was a puppy, a tiny okay. puppy. She was born September 2018. And this was like, She whatever. was sitting on top of the sewing machine. Like yeah. This was like January uh, or maybe March, whatever. It was like early 2019. We moved into that space. And yeah, so I hired another employee. Amanda is still on our team who I hired in 2019. So my second employee ever is still with us. That's awesome. And yeah, so we're in that same space, but it was like this huge cavernous warehouse when we moved in and now it's like wedged in like Jam-tack Tetris. Tight, and yeah. mm-hmm. We do a lot of, we do a lot of stuff there. So anyway, that's kind of the origin. Yeah. It was just like, I All got right. this idea. I've got to get the fabric. Oh, people like it. Great. Yeah. And like, obviously like a, there's more to the story. Like I needed to nail the fit. So I was like studying different mm. body data studies that are out there, having people try it on, give me feedback on how it fit. Wow. Yeah, I love your website and you have, um, well, you have, f- you know, photos and of all different, you know, men, women, body types. And you, yeah. you have four women all together with the, uh, with the brush, uh, um, uh, bushwhackers. Bushwhacking leggings, yeah. Yeah, and, and they're all just, you know, uh, very relatably, relatable sized f- women. Yeah, and, and, and you're doing and well I, at wording this. 
Yeah, I'm trying Take to be careful, man. <laughs> yeah, I, man, I, this Watch stresses me. You're stresses, doing really well. Stresses me I, out, man. You're a, I'm thought, like, you're a thoughtful dude. Thank you. You get to go on the short list. <laughs> <laughs> I live on Girl Island, all right? I, 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 Girl Island. I have made some mistakes. I'm learning from those yeah. and, and, and improving all, upon them. Yeah. Uh, uh, but no, I, 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 when I saw that, I thought, wow, you put a lot of design and foresight into. Um, Designing for the real fit. Yeah, so we right? go... Like, yeah, not everybody's a runway model, okay? Yeah, we go from extra small to double extra large, which is like a 2 to a 20 or 22 in women's mm-hmm. number sizing. And we have... We did, like, this crazy... What we called our community photo shoot. We had 45 people representing all of our sizes and fits and more show up together with us. And we actually invited a lot of our, like, entrepreneur friends to come be models mm. and then also bring stuff from their own businesses to have be in the photos. Oh, that's cool. So, wow. like, they weren't... They they could come get photos that they might need, like headshots or product shots or something like that, but also we needed actual human bodies to put in clothing <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to show all the sizes yeah, and fits. Yeah, of course. And so we did, like, a studio thing in my garage, and then we had, like, a little, like, outdoor... We had my little fire pit on our deck, so we had, like, a little outdoor lifestyle stuff. Yeah, and yeah, we had, like, yeah. in four hours... We had 45 people and took like, we had uh, a girl on our team was one photographer and we have another photographer friend that we hired and just had so two photographers and just like cranked out so many photos. Um, But yeah, if you click on, found all the angles, if you click on the bushwhacking leggings and then scroll down on the pictures, you can see that there's literally like 30 on the middle one. Yeah. Be the gal. There'll be our gals on the gallery on the left of that. You can scroll just like, uh, go up this one. Yeah. There they are. Relatably, you can just you can size. literally scroll forever, and there's pictures, which is kind of obnoxious to have so many pictures. I wish I had a better like app for the website to organize a gallery view of that better. Mm-hmm. You know, we need to be better right. and better and better and better. But they're there, and the your idea website's is awesome. And I I think the all the photos are great, especially I think us men we're like you know what if as long as it's thirty four medium medium. Mm-hmm. Or length, whatever. Mm. I'll, I'll roll with it. I'll make it fit. Yeah. For women, I think it's they, it's uh, it's critical for it to fit right, or they're not going to wear it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, totally. And we you know, ha- yeah, and we have a lot of positive, very positive, Be like real careful, bro, tearful, positive uh, experiences. Yeah. With like the fit, especially um, our curvier fit, which is our azalea fit. That's uh, the fullness in the pants is in like the hip seat zone. The wild iris fit is more full in the waist and straighter through the hips. Um, yeah, I've seen people like in tears of joy having an nice. outdoor pant that fits them That's well. Awesome. Well, and I think that goes hand in hand with um, when when you're presenting a product that maybe folks don't know about, uh, you're going to have more of an opportunity for an impulse buy. Mm-hmm. And I think an impulse buy is a hook, line, and sinker if it fits. Mm-hmm. If you put mm-hmm. something on and it fucking fits, it's yeah. like 180 dollars for these things. Yeah. Yeah, I'll take them. They fit so good. I can't yeah. pass it up. Yeah. You they're, know, it's, they're not, you're, you're going to sell it. Yeah. They're not cheap. I will warn people. Mm-hmm. Our, our accessories are like more not outrageous prices, but our clothing is expensive. Well, you get what you pay for. The yeah. sil- silver, quality, silver yeah. and made in USA, made in Alaska. That stuff's not, not, yeah, not, not inexpensive. I, I know it's <laughs> hard to find the price point that is, you know, for the, I think so. I think if you have certain price points, some people are just going to see it and immediately like not not way more than what I want. But if you are a hardcore outdoor enthusiast, yeah. whatever that means, we all learn over time and experiences that good gear pays off every time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you're fine. 
it's yeah. I, mean, I, sure. I obviously wish that they could they you, you at first start pricing things like what's what's competitive what are people actually going to want to pay and all that sort of stuff what's more like you know what would i want to pay and then at the end of the day you have to price it the way that it needs to be priced for it to exist as a product mm-hmm. and so what we're what we hopefully do is make sure that it has all the features that you need. It might not be as impulsive of a purchase, but maybe if it fits really well and it's the thing you're always looking for, it yeah. would be. But like, think about it, make a careful purchase. We offer free repairs. We offer free like alterations of su- in Oh, of like tailoring things like if they're hem- a little too hem- long. Hemming and stuff okay, like that. Yeah. Like even with the shirts that have a cuff on them. We'll In-house the- too? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we'll like take the cuff off, shorten the sleeve and put the cuff back oh, on and stuff rad. like that. Wow. And if you get like a hole in something, like this fabric's really bomb proof for getting a hole in it. But merino wool, um, our merino wool yeah. fabric, we blend... I, I developed it to have um, 13% recycled nylon in it. So that helps with its durability without reducing the properties of merino wool that make it so special, the odor resistant and breathability. Yeah, that stuff is fragile. Um, merino wool is fragile. The 13% nylon, recycled nylon really helps, but we'll also, if you get a hole in it, we'll repair it for you. Mm. Or if it like oh. explodes, we'll replace it or, you know, whatever right. that spectrum is. But like, that's the, the stuff we should really do. We can do. Right. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. So is that a lifetime warranty then? Yeah. 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 That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Um, are you ready for some trivia? Oh my gosh. <laughs> I don't know. I already like showed all my cards about Admiralty Island. So. <laughs> we yeah. might, we might just surprise no, you. No, we haven't done a second break. I thought we did yeah, do we a did, second we break. We, second we definitely break. did a second we did? break. Yeah, we did the second break. Oh, yeah. shit. Okay. Um, yeah. I have a. A pre-trivia, a pre-trivia question. <laughs> okay. I'm hoping you know the answer. Definitely, oh gosh, we getting, don't know the I'm answer. I'm getting really nervous. And if not, we'll look at it. <laughs> yeah. What do you got, Chris? Um, so, so you said the average um, roll that a fabric that comes is ten thousand yards. Uh, average. Is, no. I mean, like when uh, you first started, like you got to order ten thousand. That's the gatekeeping thing that they say to you okay. that is not Try true. Try to scare you off. Okay. So that's my question. So ten thousand is that correct? Ten thousand yards. That's what they said to me. Okay. Yeah. How many? Average shirts can you make out of ten thousand yards? That's a of great. Fabric? That's a great question. A men's shirt probably oh, take. Oh. I want to see what these guys have oh. to say about that. Oh. Hold on, I need music. What was the question? How many men? How many shirts can you make out of ten thousand yards? Long sleeve, ten thousand yards. Long sleeve shirts. Long sleeve. Men's so or women's? Men's. Okay. Jen, so is that a crew? A, is that what this that is? Would? A crew neck. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So the yard is three by three. 36 inches By fabric 36. fabric width could be up to 60 inches what 286 ta- shirts 10,000 yards is linear length 286 okay, shirts so then it's Boom. 60 it's inches. 60 inches wide 410 yeah. jack so si- don't give him time to do math wide, yep. and yep. then yep and then interrupt. it's 10 how, how so, ba, 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 ba. 10, so 60 long. inches wide yeah. by 36 inches uh, long Noonan. Yeah. But times 10,000. Yeah. So 36,000 inches. No. Yeah. 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 So, okay. Don't, 280. Don't look at me. 410. 10,000. 10,000? 286. My math was just wrong on what I just said, but he's really close to correct. Wow. He, Around 10,000. Can you see why I'm pointing? Uh, a men's long sleeve shirt probably takes 1.3 yards yeah, per okay. shirt. Yeah. Wow. Oh, now you're giving him answers. No, oh, you he already just answered. He, oh, said, yeah, he said 10,000. 10,000 oh, shirts? Close. It's more like 8,000 or something. 7,000. Yeah. We are way off. You could probably. <laughs> he said 200. I said 286 shirts. I love your answers. This <laughs> 286 <is how> <laughs> gigantic <laughs> shirts. <laughs> nobody, yeah. nobody, he asked clarifying questions, so I guess he had a leg up. 
Well, I just wanted to know, like, because the yards, I thought when we were talking about yards that they would well, be one by one, yeah, you know, yeah, but yeah. it's 60 Hold on a inches by 36 inches <laughs> is big. That's okay, like we, one, we another question that's about, like one half a shirt. I'm going to just call straight bullshit on that because <laughs> the, on it who? was just it was on this whole thing. <laughs> because it was, it, was, it was the yardage and how many shirts can be made and then you just guess it. Not like, okay, how many inches is one thing? No. So you, you dug and she gave in and gave you too much information okay. and you're so smart you just happen to like dude, do the math real quick like dude, a calculator. Dude, if, the, if it was 10,000 <laughs> yards and it was one inch wide... Then is a totally different question than if so I had to know how wide the sheet was. You have to yeah. know that to answer the question. What I think what I think is proven by this is how little the general public knows about how apparel manufacturing. Oh, for yeah, sure, totally. Uh, they don't know anything. Know. We should all have a class to learn. They're like, yeah. does we it are say, all wearing clothes right now. They're yeah. like, does it say yeah. does if you say, al- say Alpine Fit or Lululemon? Uh, I'll take it. I think Perfect. that's good stuff. All right, Jackie, hit oh, us yeah. with the I hit us they, with the I real trivia. Could, the Girl Scout troop could come check your operation yeah, out. Yeah, for sure. All right, oh, cool. Um, okay, so the first um, the um, the first question is the black bear question. What place on Earth has the uh, highest density of black bears? I'm gonna just double down on Admiralty Island. Yeah, mm. I'm gonna go Vancouver. Yeah, Vancouver Island, uh, and this is. It's like per is like is there like a per? Oh, now you want? Them. No, I'm gonna do the Jack thing. Okay, <laughs> don't density. be a hypocrite. <laughs> it's the highest density. Highest density you want the so mileage of the island and the, the most well, bears per square foot or per uh, square okay. mile? It's probably Vancouver, but I want to say so. I saw this really cool hunting video. The Shockey and his and his daughter um, Evie did in like North Carolina, and they saw like a bazillion black bears, and they had like the fattest ones and they had a shit ton of bears. So. Is there any chance it's somewhere east coast like that? Like it's North in North Carolina? Carolina, yeah. No way. Yeah. Is it really? Yeah. It was. Uh, I, I, well, that damn. was all those leading questions. You said, so, man. No, yeah. no, no. There's no leading questions. <laughs> it's called Albemarle Pamlika Peninsula. And I think it also has like crocodile forest in it or there something. There was no that leading terrifying. questions. Yeah. There were leading questions I was asking myself and answering. Yeah. So that doesn't really count. Cheaters. I nailed but it, it has the highest I nailed density it. in the I world. I think I have the best record on trivia. Okay. And these are just flat out like cap. just dumb guests. Like the kids that one cap. That, okay. What's cap? What's right. that? You don't know what that means? Is that like sus or... Yeah. Um, lion. Oh. All right. Next question. Cap, this cap is, cap is our last lion? question. Yeah. Okay. This is our well, last question because we already had it. one from Daniel. Um, <laughs> all right. So what is the highest strength fabric for... In general, but also used in clothes. Wait, tensile strength? Yeah. No leading questions. Well, oh. Well, it's copper fit. <laughs> it's in Pascal, so I'm I'm thinking that it would be tensile strength, but it could also just be like full pressure on the. Which clothing. fabric are you talking? Like numbers? Like Kevlar. Oh, like a fabric. Dyneema. Nylon. It's like the Dyneema. Type. Silk. Oh, that's a good one. Mm. So I'm gonna just stick with copper. Fit, copper fit. Okay, yep. copper fit. <laughs> copper fit. Crank it up, Daniel. Like the knee brace. <laughs> Crank it up. All right, what come you on. Doing? You haven't I seen f- the commercials. I feel. You, <laughs> you have to go last. You have oh. to go last. Oh. Just because you know more about this stuff. Okay. Brandon's gonna say whatever he was you say. listening to. What I was. No, he's the best up. at trivia. Go ahead. Yeah. I like this. Hear. This is a serious face. <laughs> it's all just, just a poker face. <laughs> Flannel. <laughs> Flannel. <laughs> 
What was the question again? Oh, God. What is the strongest <laughs> fabric? I, I know what the question is. I, I feel like the it's the fabric is. that those Under Armour boxer briefs of your friend wears. <laughs> that stink like a fucking <laughs> dead <laughs> horse buried in bird crap? I don't know. Uh, Carhartt. Oh, a good one. <laughs> there you go. That's, that's, <laughs> hey, <laughs> shout out to Big Race. All right. <laughs> Carhartt. Brandon's going wow. with cotton. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. And you're doing copper. <laughs> Right. And I am burdened by knowledge. Like, what's the definition of fabric in this question? Wait, that, because that, that, that's, that's not, not a fabric. Leading questions. <sighs> okay, like fiber would be a question. It, it's, don't it's get, the you type guys of don't fabric. get all super smart here. Just go. Like, go. and it's not a blend. It's like if you just oh, pick one of the Now you're giving her, now you're her some. Okay. okay. I mean, like you pick cotton. That's not a blend. So. <laughs> it would have to be like a Carhartt. A Kevlar non-woven fabric. Right. Kevlar non-woven. All right, all right. Come on, this says it's polyethylene. So polyethylene. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, and it says it's the highest strength. Blah blah blah. It says that a spinner wreck can yield strengths as high as two point four. GPA. I don't know. Is that gigapascals? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it would be giga, yeah. gigapascals. Gigapascals. That's huge. It's, that's like a British um, metric yeah. metric stress. Oh, so okay. strength, that's and it could either be pressure or strength. Polyethylene is polyester. Yeah, that's interesting. So it's got nothing on polypropylene. I, all I did was Google it. I'm all sorry, right, I was and so to sound smart. And uh, but it's a fabric that's we oh. all have polyethylene clothes. Yeah. Do we so like who? What? What? Like brand makes? Um, Poly oh, polyester is polyethylene. Same thing. Oh, yeah. okay. So like Which the old stinky shirts stuff. that we have. Yeah. 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 Like yeah. Under Armour One Hundred One is polyester, like you go right? Run for Skinny Raven or whatever, and you buy yeah. the little shirt and that'll be polyester. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, so, yeah I thought that was cool. That is cool. But I mean, it makes sense. They make like all those gas pipelines and stuff that are in the street right outside. They're yeah. made out of polyethylene. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So mm. yeah. I didn't see polyethylene. Those big water tanks that people buy yep. when you live off grid or whatever. Yep. Polyethylene. Yep. So mm. that makes sense. Learn something. I mean, that was going to be my second guess, but yeah. Well, I did feel like it was like a oh, UFO after music. After Copper, <laughs> Copper Fit and Carhartt were the best answers. Yeah. <laughs> I do I love like that. I do like it. I, my uh, first submission was I was going to go gold infused. <laughs> ooh, ooh, gold ooh, extruded. That's what I should have Damn it. Uh, and then I, I, my plan B was Carhartt. I was like, you know. Carhartt. I think Carhartt are 100% cotton. I'm pretty sure. I don't know. Some thick ass cotton, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just, just woven all, hard. Yeah. yeah. Just bulletproof. Woven hard. So extreme. Yeah. And so what's Kevlar made out of then? Kevlar is another like synthetic. Poly, it's just poly. its own product, Kevlar uh, is? Yeah. I should know my chemistry brain should be able to tell you like the chemical composition of it, but I don't have that in my back pocket. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's not super outdoorsy. Is that more, is, is Kevlar more of like Maybe a... back in page seven. Is, is that more of like a mold with a, with a fabric around it? Kevlar? Yeah. Uh, some Kevlar is like a non-woven. So what that means is they have the fibers of Kevlar. And well, if you picture like a dish, the scrubber side of a dish sponge, that's a non-woven. They've basically taken a bunch of fibers and laid them down together and either in like an emulsion or with something that sort of snags it, mm. turned it into a fabric rather than weaving or knitting it together. Mm. So it's Kevlar is usually like a bunch of fibers that are overlaid, but not necessarily like knitted or 
woven like a basket together. Kevlar is a strong heat resistant synthetic fiber related to other aramids such as Nomex and Technora. I Perfect. know exactly what those are. I get it now. Yeah. Yeah. It's helpful. Yeah. yeah. The no what's Learned Nomex in? Nomex is in something. Uh, is Nomex the fire retardant? Yeah, that's right. That's right. Oh, Thank that's you. Fire stuff. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. That is used in Carhartt oh, products. There you there go. Bam! I still won the trivia on the second question. Thank yeah. you. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yeah. You get a free sticker. It's yeah. Polly. Told y'all. Um, any adventurous plans for the winter? Oh, um, let's see. The winter. Yeah, winter's upon us. Uh, we'll get out like backcountry skiing, cross-country skiing. Kids will hopefully get a spot in Junior Nordic this year. Mm. Nice. Mm -hmm. um, trips away. We'll try to probably escape somewhere warm for a little right mental health break. Definitely. Uh, I don't know. I love the winter. Hiking, biking, whatever. Right on. I'm trying to find my, respark my love for winter this winter. Skate skiing, buddy. Let's go. You got to Get some, yeah. get some What do you like to do? What, is your, what, what, I mean, what I would loved, you do? I love snowmobiling. Okay. I don't have a snow machine anymore. I've considered purchasing one. I got the okay. green light from, from wifey to do so. Yep. Kind of want to like gravitate to old man snow machines. Yes, you go. Okay. If you do it, then I have to do it. Yeah, I don't know if I want to spend twenty grand because that seems Just like buy what you old do this one. Yeah. yeah, but they, they <sighs> no, no. I want something that's got a good paddle track, good power. Mm -hmm. You, you know, know I, I'm not you trying to, to get, get the 96 Mach 5. Mm. Uh, you know, that's just a belt on snow. So the thing is, is I got I got such a busy, I mean, I'm not the only parent. I just, you know, the kids are in winter, you know, they play yep. basketball and hockey. Yep. Popular time of the year is, is in the wintertime. Yeah. So the reality that I can go do the winter activities that I want to do is sounds good now until... We get into the teeth of it, and there's a basketball game on Friday, and then a practice and a game on Saturday, and then another one has a game on Sunday. I'm like, well, when am I going to go ride? Yeah, Tuesday. and we're heading into the holidays. <laughs> right. Or I maybe just quit my job and then figure other things out, and then I can just go snow machining on Wednesday. I yeah, mean, that, that's yeah. probably what I really need to do. Yeah, nice. Go to four days a week. You guys looking for anybody over at uh, <laughs> Fit? Uh <laughs> Like, to do what? Do you want to learn to sew? I, I could do a lot of things, actually. Okay. Yeah, one, thing, one thing for sure, uh, I know my fabrics. Okay, you do. <laughs> I mean, I, 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 we'll get to it after the show, but my golden fuse ex extorted, extracted, extruded, extruded, <laughs> uh, design buff is probably okay. going to be a staple okay. in your store in the future. Okay. So, how are you with power tools? Because they're wielding an industrial sewing machine or industrial fabric cutting machines is very akin to. Uh, I mean, like a, if like you want to feel the finger, it's rough. So, I think it does some work. Okay. These hands are working hands. <laughs> I thought you were going to say you, like, right. cut off. Uh, yeah, this fingertips yeah. cut off. What does that I learned some hard lessons. Actually, this has been broken multiple times and it's dislocated, so I think that qualifies. Yeah. Perfect. Oh, sorry. Uh, Send her the video of you on the trampoline and you're in. Yeah. You got to oh, yeah. make a shirt at my home yeah. Send me your her. application video. All right. I'm going to package something for you. It's going to surprise okay. you. Okay. I'll share it with the Mighty Bikes team as well. It's so not quite chemist. It's not quite chemist quality. He's in the full Carhartt doing backflip. <laughs> <laughs> the onesie? <laughs> yeah. No, that they have a Carhartt tuxedo oh. at Big Rays in Fairbanks, I think. Ooh, oh, shit. That's bad. In the traditional brown? I don't know. I Has haven't seen be. it in real I mean, life, I but so. I hope to visit it soon. Yeah. Um, I had a random question that just came up. Uh, I was wondering what your, uh, what the, 
backstory was on the Alpine Fit design with the mountain terrain and that backdrop. Yeah. That's on your buffs. That's on your hats. That's uh, on your designs. Like, where did that come from? Um, I kind of, well, the, so I designed the, developed the fabric. Here we go right there, Daniel. Yeah. I developed the fabric and designed the styles of how things fit. And then I've worked with a few different artists uh, on up. artwork this that one? I think mm -hmm. speaks no. to the places we want to be and the, you know, kind of ethereal, like it's inspiring outdoor adventure okay. scapes that we want to be in. So we've mostly worked with women artists for those graphics and okay. pay them the like fee to have reproductions of that art on our fabric so we send the digital art files okay to our fabric printer print it on there and put it on there but i think it just like you know it speaks to somebody who likes to be out in nature oh, oh, totally. and like just feels like it's part of your identity and you can wear something that feels like you and then it's actually applied to the really technical functional fabrics so and honestly it initially gave me the vibe of camo uh, believe one of it our, or not like one, it really yeah this one in particular some people yes. think yeah. is yes. like a pseudo camo yeah, yeah. yeah I mean yeah. I, you're talking about you know if you wanted to maybe not go with like the cliche camo thing yeah. but you could design your own kind of yeah. colors with your art backdrop to your design that could be like a camo thing yeah, I, yeah. I mean, totally. and it wouldn't need totally. to be all over you can just get a couple no, little like, things like to break patches up the or solids, strips okay. you know? or, yeah yeah, yeah maybe good. like uh even if it was just the inside liner of a hood or something like yeah. that you know yeah cool yeah, yeah. i was curious I, I i noticed that that was um a unique part of your design yeah and it was very consistent with the things i was you know your products i was looking at like yeah. okay yeah it was important to me to like just have something that's um you know stands out and has sort of unique branding without it being an obvious like alpine fit emblazoned across the chest which mm -hmm. some people say you guys should have that too and maybe we should have better branding so it's more recognizable like that and people do that but a lot of people like that it's yeah Maybe Subtle. just recognizable because it's got these forearm things or yeah. our tank tops and t-shirts have like a print across the back of it. I've been like hiking on a trail and gone past somebody and they go, that's one of those shirts. And I go, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I kind of make these. You straighten yeah. out your back a little bit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so retail in Alaska, uh, that's a tough gig. Yep. Um, you're finding success in it. Yep. Uh, growth, what's, what's coming? What's new? What can you tell us? It's not top secret. Okay, sure. Alpine yeah, fit. I'm currently developing another fabric with silver in the fiber that's going to be, this is already UPF 50 plus sun protective and mm. stuff. Um, I want to, I'm making a really, really lightweight version of it to make a sun hoodie top. Oh, oh sweet. Nice. And All some other light, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. exactly. Um, some other lightweight. And runners and I mean many different yeah. activities, yeah. Yeah, and a tank top, t-shirt and sort of stuff for next spring. Underwear sweet. for, we, we have been working on underwear behind the scenes that's not not close to launching, but he could be the model. Um, there, there we go. go. I mean, I I could help design because there's some things for men's underwear that need to be kind of reinforced. And okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, yeah. We can again yeah. detailed graphics. We'll so talk about later. Our, our process. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. Uh, our well, process. For you are married to a man, so yeah. you probably know what I'm talking about. Um, so yeah, we start. We've started designing like women's underwear. Okay. And um, we had like a good start. 14 different women of different body shapes and sizes uh, testing out a couple different styles because like people are really particular about underwear. Like you're talking about different inseam lengths yeah. for women. Mm -hmm. It's like, you know, is it hipster? Is it a brief? Is it a thong? Like yeah. I only wear these with this kind of pant. I only wear those with that kind oh, of pant. Yeah. I never wear this. Yeah. I only wear that. So um, 
yeah, we're kind of, it, it's a big, I yeah, don't know, big can of worms to, to well, do underwear. And for men, I kind of think you only need one, two, three fits tops. I like the built-in underwear from Bird Dogs. Okay. Yeah. So I don't know if you've ever looked into their stuff, but it's amazing when you buy <coughs> pants and, and shorts with built-in underwear. I have okay. a, a pair of Lululemon shorts that have the built-in, yeah. I don't know what that one's called. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where I messed up and they wore my boxer briefs and put them on. I'm like, wow, yeah, so much, much binding. Too and much like, what is wrong with this? And I'm like, oh, yeah. It's yeah. built in. Yeah, that's interesting. Like so, so these nice. are pants like a, like a built swimming trunk. Yeah, so they bird, you know, bird no, shirts. I don't, shorts. Oh, I don't know them well. Just, just sign up for their marketing because they have okay. the best marketing. I love that. But Thank um, you. they're out of the East Coast somewhere, and they make <laughs> no, like check this out. They basically make any look short you want, like a khaki or whatever, golf short or gym short mm-hmm. or swimming short. But they're all made out of like synthetic material that dries fast so you can they can be swimming gear or they're like gym shorts basically but but they start making um, khakis that are the same like gym material so you're like basically you look like you're wearing khakis but you are wearing sweatpants that have built-in underwear Uh, oh that's amazing okay yeah Yeah. i mean yeah my husband's got a pair of like running shorts or lululemon sort of hiking shorts that have a built-in sort of box of race things man Yeah. yeah yeah and like you know the old like you know the old swim shirts had the like mesh thing yeah. in them. Oh, those are but, awful. Yeah, but one <laughs> <of> the, <laughs> yeah, they're the, I mean, I don't have experience with that, shit but binds I bad. <laughs> one of the, the reasons that I it gets, it gets weird. I was saying that is because like when you're out like backpacking <laughs> yeah. and stuff. Oh it, man, the chafe. Like dudes, the extra layers the, there. The, the, the yeah, yeah, that you get that chafe on your yeah. waist, yeah. and if you had built-in underwear, you, you would you chafed. would not get that. Jack. Yeah. What? You, you have catastrophic chiefs that go down. That ended up being um, cow's nest parsley. So I ended up having oh. chemical burns oh, wow. is what that was. That's so On we, the Kasugi even? No, that was because I didn't adjust my bag. Oh, no, okay. On, okay. after sheep hunting. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you. Yeah, no, okay. that, yeah. That, that wasn't the, 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 the squirrel poop. Yeah, in but if that if I didn't have a belt, your, I know it's weird. If I didn't have a belt weird. or undies, if I would have just had built-in underwear without a belt, then I wouldn't have got that that day on the Kasugi. You know. Oh um, yeah, AlpineFit.com. AlpineFit.com mm-hmm. at AlpineFitCo on social media, and come visit us if you're in Anchorage. Yeah, show. Yeah, right next to Barney's. That's right, big sponsor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're gonna yeah. come. We're gonna come crash the party. Yes. Make a video. When, when are you there? Um, I'm there pretty often, like Tuesdays through Fridays Okay, at the shop. Mm. It's open Tuesdays through Saturdays right now. There'll be longer hours during the holidays, like during December. Nice. Gotcha. Sweet. Gotcha. Yeah. Any pop-ups? Yeah, come on. We up? do tons of pop-ups. I'm going to go down to Juno for Juno Public Market, which is like the weekend of Thanksgiving. Nice. Um, we usually do like Mount Marathon, 4th of July Festival in Seward kind mm. of thing. Like anywhere where it's like, we might find our customer Yeah, and it's a sales on. event. Yeah. Um, but then holidays, like just everyone's looking for stuff and everyone in Alaska does outdoor stuff. So yeah, yep. that's right. Great time. Yep. Well, it's thanks for coming in, Jen. Thank you for, um, designing what you're doing made in Alaska. You can't go wrong with that. Um, so go out people that are listening and go support Jen and <coughs> Alpine fit. Um, and, uh, Brandon's upcoming, <laughs> uh, uh, design. Yeah. 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 The collab. The collab. <laughs> the collab. The collab. Alaska Wild Project <laughs> Longing Scene yeah. Boxer Brief. It's like Carhartt it's on the outside. <laughs> and, and for the for the record, gentlemen, it will be reinforced in the right areas. Oh, good. Nice. Good. Nice. Good. Uh, okay. Yeah, Jen, thank you for sharing your story. Uh, thank you for bringing your talents 
to Alaska and thank you for making Alaska home. Thank you yeah. for having me. Yeah, well you said. make Alaska better. Yeah, that's right. For what you're doing and uh, raising a beautiful family and and doing the thing, it's I think our version of the American dream. Totally, mm -hmm. we're living it, guys. For yeah. sure. Thank you. Yeah, it was super cool to meet you. You're doing some cool stuff. It was great to meet yeah, you guys. Thank up. you for yeah. that. Thanks for having me. Uh, thank you, Alaska. Thank you for listening. AlaskaWildProject.com. Please support the podcast on Patreon. Please support the podcast by supporting our sponsors. And get out there and get outside this weekend. Thank you, everyone, for listening. As always, stay wild. You remember my speaking to you of what I call your overcautiousness. Are you not overcautious when you assume that you cannot do what the enemy is constantly doing? The Alaska Wild Project podcast is brought to you by the following sponsors. Barney's Sports Chalet, supplying hunters with the best hand-selected gear since 1963. The exclusive home of Frontier Gear, built for the rugged Alaskan terrain. Your one-stop shop for all your outdoor needs. Visit Barney's today at 906 West Northern Lights. Big Rays, the Alaskan outfitter, committed to outfitting Alaskans across the state since 1947. Whether you're a recreator, parent, guide, or corporate buyer, Big Rays has the gear you need, tailored for Alaska's harsh conditions. Check out their new exclusive line of aerobic waders. Big Rays for all your outdoor gear and rugged work attire. BigRays.com. Tailored Restoration 24-Hour Emergency Home Services. Helping Alaskans restore their dreams since 1972. Services include fire, water, mold, post-emergency cleaning, repair, and remodeling. Give them a call in Anchorage, Eagle River, Matsu, or Fairbanks. Hit them up at tailoredrestorationalaska.com. Total Truck and Alaska Overlander, Alaska's premier supplier for custom automotive accessories and overlanding products providing all-inclusive rental vehicles and trailers custom outfitted to explore the Alaskan backcountry with a unique and convenient traveling experience. TheTreehouseAK.com, located at 341 Boniface Parkway, Alaska's own and grown cannabis and CBD store. Ask the bud tender what the strain of the day is to get your 10% off. The Treehouse, where the culture lives. AKO Farms, located in Sitka, Alaska, built from the ground up with concentrates as their single motivation, with exclusive products such as their sugar wax, full spectrum diamond sauce cards, and more. Ask your local bud tender about AKO. Marijuana has intoxicating effects that may be habit-forming and addictive. Marijuana impairs concentration, coordination, and judgment. Do not operate a vehicle or machinery under the influence. There are health risks associated with consumption of marijuana. For the use of only by adults 21 and older. Keep out of the reach of children, and marijuana should not be used by women who are pregnant or breastfeeding. The Bait Shack, located on Ship Creek upstream of the bridge. Can't miss the bright red shack. They are the go-to fishing gear rental and guide service on Ship Creek. Tight lines and fish on. Come hook into the action with them. Hit them up at thebaitshackak.com. Lawn Pro AK, Alaska's year-round professional property maintenance team. Services include weekly lawn care, custom landscaping, fertilizing, weed control, turf repair, and more. Schedule your free estimate at lawnproak.com. Alaska's OG Cider Company, Double Shovel, crafting gluten-free colonial-style ciders, founded as a healthier non-inflammatory brew option. Drop by their pop and tap room in Anchorage off of 58th and Arctic or visit the second location in Kodiak. Double Shovel, award-winning ciders. The Alaska chapter of Backcountry Hunters and Anglers. BHA is the voice of our Alaskan public lands, waters, and wildlife. Their goal is to uphold our hunting and fishing legacy while keeping our public lands wild. Stand up today and join BHA at backcountryhunters.org.
be at least his equal in prowess and act upon the claim? I say try. If we never try, we shall never succeed. This proposition is a simple truth and is too important to be lost sight of for a moment. If we cannot beat the enemy where he now is, we never can. It is all easy if our troops march as well as the enemy, and it is unmanly to say they cannot do it.